0: What is up YouTube? Welcome in to another edition of Bucky and BK, live on Texas Sports Unfiltered and on the free Texas Sports Unfiltered app. Today is Wednesday, February 14th, 20 and 24. And the Buck and I are with you for the next two hours. On today's show, Christel Conte held his annual Texas Athletics Town Hall on campus last night. We'll talk about what CDC had to say about the state of the UT Athletics Department. Plus, 11 Texas Longhorns have been invited to the NFL Scouting Combine. We'll give you the list and uh, debate who has the chance to increase their stock the most in Indianapolis. Next month, we've got to ask the question, can Kyle Shanahan win the big one as a head coach of the San Francisco 49ers? and uh, oh yeah it is valentine's day so we'll have some valentine's day fun some do's some don'ts some best parts some worst parts of the holiday we've got a lot to get into on a hump day edition of bucky and BK. what's going on buck
1: how you feeling this morning man everything is good it was a wonderful day yesterday i got a little golf in out at lake cliff and it was uh it was a little tad windy early but then it got warmer and it got beautiful out and it looks like we're gonna have another one today so I'm doing fantastic very good any big Valentine's Day plans for you uh no 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 this is val- Christmas Valentine's birthday it all comes at around the same time for myself and my wife and I'm just a I've been I've been bringing in flowers throughout the week I don't on a particular day get them I get them and they end up here you know, for me, all, all week long. So I've got, there's things of flowers all around the kitchen and stuff and in the bathroom. And I just like to have flowers around. So she gets flowers. I don't have a special, hey, you got to get a dozen roses. Because if you go try to get a dozen roses today, you can forget about it, brother. That'll cost you 150. And they're all sold out too, right? And they're all sold out. Unless you go get to your local AGBs. they'll have plenty there for you. Like mm. I said, it's just, it's um, it's it's a you know, I got I got her a, a gift for Valentine's Day, but that's gift for Valentine's Day is part gift for her birthday for Saturday. Plus, I got her two things on for Christmas. So, well,
0: Christmas was last year. I mean, I can't carry uh, over to Valentine's
1: Day this year. Oh, when your birthday's in when your birthday's in February. Yeah, that's a carryover. that hmm. gets carried over. Her birthday is Saturday, right?
0: So you don't have to do a gift today and then a gift this weekend. You can kind of combine it all into one day, right? Yeah,
1: today, for Valentine's Day. I mean, her gift, she is headed off with her daughters to Fredericksburg to stay overnight and then pet the rhino. There's a rhino. They have a rhino retreat up in Fredericksburg where she likes rhinos. Dude, that's not good that.
0: for you if she's going to pet somebody else's rhino on Valentine's Day.
1: Well, no, she'll do that Friday. They spend they go up, she goes up with her daughters, her older daughters, and they wanna they'll drink wine and pet the rhinos, stay overnight, and then come back and then we go to dinner on her birthday that night. But it's it's not this is and this is one of those birthdays. This is a biggie for her, so and it's you know, I'm on my way to one of those biggies, but Oh no, I'm on my way to number sixty-nine come June. Very nice. Biggie. So yeah, it's um I don't know. I mean, I like I said, I know people that every year have to do something special, whether it's 42nd, you know, 33rd birthday, you know, 17. I mean, I, I I just I'm an occasion guy. You know, when you hit those numbers like 40, 30, 21, you know, your fifth wedding anniversary, your tenth wedding anniversary. You know, but your wife's birthday, if you can combine that with Valentine's Day, you know, a Wednesday to a Saturday, that's a good thing.
0: Yeah, you're pretty lucky in that regard, right? Because uh, you know, there's some guys who have to deal with like a July birthday for their significant oh. other. So it's like you got Valentine's Day, you got the birthday, then you got the holiday season, right? And it's like, oh, you don't get any reprieve. You got to make sure you take care of all three of those days and then an anniversary on top of that. So the fact that you can at least kind of combine two and uh, the missus is cool with that that feels like uh,
1: a win for you oh, because it's always oh they don't want anything but you better do something i mean especially oh, yeah. if your significant other is works at a you know at a a place where there are a lot of other women and flowers keep coming in by the day then you better you better make sure you're in the game yeah
0: it's it's guy's fault right like if every woman said, oh, "I don't need anything for Valentine's Day," and every guy actually listens, then right. maybe we could get rid of this hallmark holiday.
1: Yeah, it only but, takes one guy. It only takes one guy to screw it up for everybody.
0: And and there always will be that one guy who screws it oh, up because yeah, he's like, "Oh, that's a that's a shit test right there for my woman. Like she really wants something today. She needs me to plan yeah. out a special day and buy her a nice gift. And if I don't do that, I'm screwed. One guy feels nervous, and then." Yeah, he'll make all the other guys look bad. So the other guys feel like they have to do it too. So I'll just say this
1: about, I'll say this about this day. I don't, I don't call it a commercial day. It's just if it's a day that makes her feel good and they, they need a day out of the year, then do it. Whatever you have to do, if you really know what to do and know what she really, really wants, then do it. I don't, I don't, I don't call that commercialized. I just, you don't screw up on Mother's Day. You know, that's your mom's day. You don't say, Mm -hmm. Oh, my mom really doesn't. No, 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 you do it because that's a special day for her. And if Valentine's Day is something for your significant other, then you just do it. I mean, i don't I don't go with the old bad humbug deal on Valentine's Day. I get a nice card. you know, it doesn't take much to pick out a nice little card and write in it what you what you think and leave it, you know, leave it downstairs or leave a little gift with it, you know, whether it's gold chain or a pair of earrings. I mean, you can you can find a way to do that. Way ahead of time, you can have that planned out in months. You know, like my Christmas shopping is always planned out. I get my Christmas shopping done most of the time before Thanksgiving. I mean, I'm done. Yeah. I, I like to I like to be done, and I do a lot of that stuff in the summertime. If I see sales or whatever, I'll say, "Well, you know, I want to do this for Christmas for that person." Just put it upstairs in the attic. Right. I, mean, I, don't, yeah. I don't. I don't. panic at Christmas time. I don't panic during these times because I know I'm. I I don't panic to have to go to dinner rather have dinner at home, you know. She's got the wine that she wants right here. She knows what she, you know, on, on a specific. But I don't panic about saying, no, I'm not doing that. If she says, I don't want it, that's a day for her. Then make it a day for her. What's the big deal?
0: Every day is a day for her. Absolutely.
2: So oh, You don't, don't
0: need a separate day. You're always taking care no. of her.
1: Got to. Got to those do little, that, man. Those are I, the rules. You got to do it. And I've had some that I've been outstanding in. I've had some. I've had one of the most outstanding Valentine's Day as I, I went out and um, I, every place that we went, there were flowers at the place. I'd already made that happen the day before or the morning, the morning of Valentine's Day where I had to, even at the movie theater, You know, when I went to the box office and we walked up to the box office, the person knew who I was and pulled up a, an exotic flower and I handed it over. And then when we got to dinner after that, there were flowers waiting at dinner. There was flowers that morning at breakfast. You know, it was, I did that. I did a whole day of that. And it was, it was, that got me tons. I mean, that got me a lot. I took that there one out, man. that was, that was crazy to have a flower at the, uh, when you went up to the, to the movie theater and, a, you know, just a a single exotic flower in a little vase right there. And the lady pulls it out. And you give it to her right there before you even go into movie theater. She's oh, going, she pulled it out in front of oh, all yeah. those people? Oh, she pulled it out in the line, pulled it out and said, Here, this is for you. She remembered my face. I was already there. I, you know, I knew, I knew ahead of time what was going on. I did one thing the day before I did it at the restaurant. The stuff, the flowers were kept in the refrigerator at the restaurant. So when we went to have dinner, they were brought out to the table when I got there. There you go. I mean, that was that was a I haven't been through one of those in a long time, but that was, a, that was a big hit. It really, really was. Good morning to the soldiers at Fort Cavazos, Texas, the soldiers in the state of Texas, all those that fight for us each and every day. Thank you for what you do. It is appreciated, and do be safe out there.
0: Yes, indeed. It feels fitting that Valentine's Day is on a hump day. If you uh, yeah, take man. care of your business today, then I think uh, maybe you'll be taken care of later today, fellas. Uh, before we dive into the sports topics of the day, Michael C. asks if it's going to rain today, Buck
1: no we've got a we've got a nice day ahead of us dude and the weather for the next week or so is really nice I mean there's I mean there's some low temperatures next week I mean some highs like 51 52 but it's more it's only a day or two and then it goes into the high 60s and I, I did I say one that was seven did I say 75 on one of those days bK this morning I think you said next
0: said, Friday the high is in the 80s
1: yeah like 79 degrees 80 degrees so um have we are we done? I I don't know. If we get in the 80s, we may be done. I don't know if there's gonna be a surprise for March, but once again, don't start putting things in the ground before um b- before spring break. Don't start, don't go to don't go to Lowe's and Home Depot and then they'll, they'll fake you out with all those beauties. You look at them, you stick them in the ground, and then all of a sudden you get a you get a frost for a day and a half and it's all dead, and you go back again. That's what they want you to do. <laughs> they don't yep. want those things to actually look beautiful for the next couple of months. They want to they want you to buy them early, have a freeze, and come back and get the same thing again. So I don't really I don't like I don't put I don't put flower flowers into the ground until after spring break. Oh hey,
0: that uh, dumbass groundhog might have been right, at least for us. There's like massive snowstorms going on on the east coast oh, yeah. right now, but we're We're getting an early spring, it feels like, here in Austin, Texas. Uh, So uh, credit to Pina Colada Phil or whatever his name is for uh, the accurate prediction. And I don't know why people are still asking you about the weather considering you have- Yeah, that's very, hey,
1: by the way, that's very kind of you to to still believe in me. No, it will not rain today. There is no shot at rain today. Maybe (sighs) no shot in the country, maybe no shot in the country of rain today.
0: Well, I am bringing an umbrella with me everywhere I go now, <laughs> considering just how awful your predictions have been in recent weeks. But uh, yeah, nice of Michael to still believe in you. Maybe he's just fading your weather prediction. He wants to hear what you say, and he knows it's going to be the opposite. So, wow, maybe that's no, where
1: today, it's is. going to be a beauty again today, boy. We had a couple of nice days with the sun.
0: Yes, we have. Yes, we have. Except for you
1: had a couple of nice days of stuff blowing all over the place, though, okay. man.
0: It's a it's a disaster. Yeah, CB said it. I sound a little better this morning than I did yesterday. Uh when I was with KD and Trey for a little while in the afternoon. Yeah, now the uh the crud is getting to me for sure. I, I popped like four different decongestions before hmm. this morning's show. So got the uh got the box of tissues. Most the sure importantly. It's not the flu?
1: maybe you have the flu.
0: No, nah, I'll never have the flu. There you go. Most importantly, I got the Olipop cream Good soda. Stuff. That's the real meds I need to, uh, to make sure I get to
1: feeling better. Dude, there like is that. nothing like some good old NyQuil. If you're not, oh. boy, is that stuff, that stuff is unbelievable. You know, I take, I've taken a lot of stuff, you know, three, four shots of Jack Daniels before bedtime, but boy, one thing of NyQuil makes me so out of it now. If I just take a little, you know, a little cup full of NyQuil, boy, does that put me out. That thing is the one, that's the one that makes you oversleep right there that can get to you is the NyQuil. Because when I use NyQuil, I go daytime and nighttime NyQuil. Oh, yeah. I make a day of it, you know? I
0: think my body right now is like 70% blood, 30% Quill, either day wow. or NyQuil. I've just been Man. popping that stuff left and right. And yeah, last night I had a nice little glass of Hennessy with a little shot of NyQuil to boot. Woo, baby. That, uh, that that put me out. If, if I didn't have like five different alarms this morning, I'd be sleeping until 3 p.m. today. So, uh, yeah. The crud is in the air for sure, but that is uh, that is okay. And happy right, Valentine's
1: Buck. Day to everyone out there. Yeah. To my sisters who listen every morning, happy Valentine's Day to them, to your mom, to all your sisters, BK, to all those wonderful ladies out there. Have a wonderful day. Hope you have a, a great day. And and, and uh, that whoever you're with, or even the one that you're not with, make sure that they say happy Valentine's Day to you. Just in a, a card, just a, a note, a phone call. Yeah. Uh, happy Valentine's Day to all you wonderful ladies out there.
0: Amen. Tell somebody you love them today. You should do that every day. but uh, Absolutely. Especially today. Tell uh, someone in your it's life. Their day. Your it's their
1: day. Mm-hmm. It's what like wedding it? day. It ain't your day. Sorry, Mr. Groom. That ain't your day. No. <laughs> now you That's want this her. to
0: be about you? No, nobody cares no. about you. This is all nobody, about her. Nobody cares about
1: the groom. I always love that. I don't I think married. any guy
0: does any guy even care about Valentine's Day either. Like, does any guy get upset if they don't get a gift from their I don't, significant I don't other?
1: Think, no, I don't think so. Just you know, a hug, a kiss, just a little appreciation. They don't need a card. Guys don't need a card. I mean, I got don't I mean I got a drawer full of cards. I know I don't know what you're supposed to do with those things. Are you aren't you supposed to throw those away? Yeah, that's you what know? I
0: do. Here's what I do when I get a card open it up, read Look the Look at rip it up. Look to see if there's any money in there or a check. <laughs> that's from
1: being a kid. Yes. Where's the pocket money? That?
0: Let me go ahead and pocket that, and then uh, let me find the trash for the rest of the stuff. What
1: if your significant other gave you like a fifty or a hundred dollar bill, wouldn't that be cool? Just like a kid. Oh, great! I got a honey today. That's a beautiful thing. That's all that. I need. And then it's that's like, a- oh, that's for dinner tonight. Oh shit! I got to spend this on you too. <laughs> oh no, you're gonna spend more than that. That's just that's a tip. There's the yeah.
0: tip right there. Yeah, here's my portion for dinner. You know, yeah. That's all you get. You got the rest of it, right? Yeah. Absolutely. I guess so. All right, man. We'll get back into Valentine's Day stuff a little bit later, but uh, we got some Texas Longhorn sports to get into this morning. Of course, there is no off-season for Texas football right here on no. Texas Sports Unfiltered. And last night, down on campus, Chris Del Conte held his annual town hall, little State of the Union for the Texas Athletics Program. And I've got... Eight big takeaways from what CDC had to say last night. Sort Eight things that really stood out to me that I think were are worth discussing on this show this morning. Boy, he was doing
1: some talking last night then.
0: He was, and he does a great job with this event, right? He opens up by just giving a long statement and then he fields questions from the audience, right? He has some questions that are sent in from before the event starts that he right. has ready to answer that he knows are going to be popular questions for Texas fans everywhere. And then he also, I think, fields some questions from the uh, in-person audience that actually attends this event. So yeah, he he speaks for a long time. He's very open uh, and he does a great job. I mean, he's done a tremendous job since he got here of just making sure people's opinions are heard and doing whatever he possibly can within reason to make sure that sure. Uh, you know the fans are getting the best experience that they can possibly get when they attend a University of Texas athletics event. So he uh, always does a tremendous, tremendous job making sure that uh, people's voices are heard. And I think the thing that you are going to like the most, Buck, this is one thing that I wrote down just for you. Okay. It's not something that I care about too much, but I know it's something that is a massive deal for you because I know what type of food you enjoy eating. Coming to DKR, Texas Memorial Stadium, this fall, Fletcher's corny dogs. Oh, why, why, why me? Oh you're, my! You're goodness. going, Tanya Harding, Nancy Kerrigan here. On why? Fletcher's,
1: that's only for that's just for the fair. Don't bring that stuff to town. I thought you loved the corn dogs. Dude, I had one bite and then I saw the Red Rocket come out, and I'm getting ready to have my dog neutered next week. And I just every time I see one of those things, I'm like, gee. Eat up, folks. Go ahead. Take it all down. My goodness. No. Fletcher's coming to the stadium, huh? Apparently. Very nice.
0: Yeah, so you no longer have to wait until the Texas OU game at the State Fair in Dallas
1: to get your so I just wait for the cheesesteak there now. Uh, I don't know. It's <laughs> a bad bid, too. That might be your worst was- bid.
3: This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot... Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer.
1: Every. That's, that was one time only. I, I felt the pain from that never again. So you're out on the Fletcher's corny dog, huh? Eat up, y'all. Just give me a regular hot dog and a bun and some mustard, some relish, and some onions, and let me go to town. You'll
0: eat a yeah, hot no, dog? I, I mean, that the hot dog sticking out of the bun, doesn't that kind of look like the...
1: No, no. It's, it's the one that unfolds after you've gone through the, the, the Fletcher's part of it. Then comes the dog. No, thank you. The Red mm. Rocket, uh-uh. No, thanks. Can't do it. So you're on a on stick.
0: Eating, You're out on eating corn dogs because it reminds you of the time you used to eat your dogs Johnson. No,
1: no, it just, no. It's on that little stick too. It has to be on that goofy little stick. No. Yeah. Put that, just put that on a plate and let me eat it with my hand or something. Yuck! You could you could do that. You realize that you can order a corn dog and then slide it slide off, off the stick. Yeah. No. Presentation means a lot to me. And when I see people bite the end of that thing and out pop goes the weasel I'm like Ew. <laughs> oh yeah I did not put a little mustard on the tip it was a little mustard on the tip no thanks uh, you don't, don't, don't you don't you don't do that No it huh? doesn't do it it doesn't do anything for me There's a lot of weird food at the at the fair that's the weirdest of all Oh look at that Hey no. look at that Hey there's Louie <laughs> man, oh man, no you
0: name time. your corn dogs after your real dogs oh, look at that look a little Louie there no, no. man It'd be oh, concerning they're... if your dogs looks like that then yeah you should definitely get them neutered if that's what it's looking like down there
1: no dude i'm just no i'm waiting for the flies around that that corny dog no thank you the dog pecker flies yes no people i mean are there, are there places that just serve that as a regular meal at that's not a special occasion treat
0: man i don't know i don't know how many restaurants in the area you could actually go and order a corn dog can i you think i can do that saturday at the place i'm going to uh no the nice mexican place fonda san miguel You think i asked for a corn dog they dog they, there?
1: Will,
0: they will kick your ass out of the I'll restaurant out.
1: get out oh yeah or they just They'll go get
0: a, out <laughs> <yeah>. for you <laughs> No soup for you. Oh, Sorry man. about so, that. I'm not a big corndog guy either. Not for the same reasons that you aren't, but just not my cup of tea. Like when I go to the state fair, I get the corn dog. is kind of fried, but I want that real deep fried stuff. You, you know? want that junk. Oh, man. I, yeah. I want the random concoctions of fried and oh. something else. And of course, I got to get me some fried Oreos every time I'm up there. Or By the way, I just
1: said a, a hot dog at a at a football game. I don't eat hot dog. I only eat hot dogs at baseball games. That's my main go to is a hot dog at a baseball game, and nothing better than that. But at a football game, no thanks. I'm a nachos guy over a hot dog yeah, guy.
0: I am too. Yes. Speaking of the ballpark, pitchers and catchers report today for both the nice. World Champion Texas Rangers and the Houston Astros. So. There's some love for you.
1: They used to be world champs, Houston Astros. Yep, the uh, last two World Series
0: champs reside in the state of Texas. Pretty damn cool. uh, Your
1: Yankees can uh, learn a thing or two from us. Uh, Wait a minute. Did you say the word Yankee? That means you meant to bring this guy out right here. Mm. When are you going to
0: propose to that guy? When are you going to tell your wife that you're leaving her for another man who's
1: about six inches tall? I'm not going to leave her for this dude. This dude, look, he's already on his knees. He's already on one knee yeah. where he made all his plays from all those difficult plays later in his career, the routine plays he had to die for. I understand, Jeter, what you were trying to do, and you did it. You did it well, but you married a lady who can talk to a horse. It, she makes horses talk. Yeah, it's she incredible.
0: Does. Yeah, you might uh, consider leaving yours, but he ain't leaving his. Oh, no, 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 no. Not Sorry, that dude. Sorry about that one, Buck. All right, so Fletcher's corny dogs coming to DKR this season. Uh, some other noteworthy things from what CDC had to say last night. He is working with SEC officials. Of course, the Longhorns moving to the SEC this year to try to move the Texas OU game to 2.30 instead of 11 o'clock. What do you think about that?
1: I'm so used to 11 o'clock now. Really? Yeah, I mean, and then for me, because I get in and get out. You know, I'm on the road, by. hopefully if, if I find the car, I'm on the road and getting home in the third quarter or so. But I don't really – that means there, there. that's another night spent for a lot of people. You go to that 2.30 and that son of a gun ends, and you've had a few, that's one of those – get back to the hotel somehow, get a designated driver, get back and then go back home on Sunday morning, which is okay. More money for the for the Dallas area. I think
0: that's what most people do. I mean, you're the only person I know who actually drives from Dallas to Austin during the Texas OU football game. But even the people who don't do that, I feel like the majority of folks who come into Dallas from out of town for that weekend stay until Sunday. That's just you. Just stay after the game. You hang out in Dallas for a little bit. Hopefully, you're partying, sure. celebrating a big win over your most hated rival. Like I think the majority, the vast majority of fans, turn that into a, a weekend trip versus just the day trip.
1: No, you don't think the, the the Sooners and the Longhorns take off and head back home after that game? Some of that them game? do for
0: sure. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say all of them stay Saturday know, night dude, in Big dude, D,
1: I, but I, the, I think the highest percentage they, probably stay
0: overnight. Like just based on what traffic is like, driving back to Austin on Sunday every year. Like
1: I feel like most
0: Texas fans and probably most OU fans, like they uh, they plan on staying the whole weekend when
1: they go. You know what the traffic is like when I leave? None. I mean, you get home in two hours. It's ridiculous. I mean, you talk about flying. Our cops don't even care.
0: You're like the only fan on either side of that game who intentionally chooses to not watch the game. Been
1: there, like, done that. Just just don't watch games. Don't go hey, into the stadium.
0: It works for you. And you listen to the game. And like yeah. you said, you make it back by the start of the third quarter. So you get to watch the important parts of the game. Unless I can't find the car and I can't get out. Right. Yeah. Well, what? Yeah, uh, right. When did you get back to your house last year because of your hour and a half stroll through the parking lot trying to find your car? Almost the end of the game oh my god so you missed like 90 percent of the yeah but I heard it
1: on the, yeah i heard it on the radio it it it, it was there were spurts in that game anyway you know the beginning and then i heard of course i got home for the ending which yeah are you kidding me it was like is that what i missed out on that right there yeah, but i got yeah. home for that i got home for the the two minute drill or the a minute and 12 second drill
0: yeah our defense uh, thought the game was only fifty eight minutes long against Oklahoma wow. this year. I guess and that that sucked. That was not a fun one at all. Well, um, I, 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 I,
1: two thirty for for people that you know they I know I think there's 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 always that worry about that part of Dallas at night and all that stuff. I, I don't know if that if that's a big deal.
0: yeah, I, I think uh, you can get away with it with the two thirty game, right? is two thirty game's probably gonna end around six o'clock. I mean sure you're you're
1: out of there by seven.
0: Yeah, starting to get a little dark by then, but right. That uh, part of the
1: that part of the year you still got sun up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah 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 like
0: I think the biggest concern with moving the game from eleven to two thirty is maybe the heat. Not that eleven AM games are cool. We got lucky with the weather this past season. It was gorgeous at the game, but you know two thirty is right in the heart of the day and I mean it could be miserable Oh, if yeah, uh, sure. you've got you got that kickoff and you're dealing with the, the majority of the heat and the sun throughout the day. So I, I guess that's probably the biggest concern if there are folks who root for Texas and OU who attend that game who are concerned with anything about this potential time change. But I feel like most Texas fans and most Oklahoma fans would be in favor of uh, slightly delaying the kickoff so you don't have to wake up super early and start tailgating like you have to do for those 11 a.m. kicks.
1: I didn't even know if anybody ever went to sleep for those. I thought they just stayed up through Friday night of being down in West End or or any place in that area and just stay straight on up and go on to the game.
0: Yeah, I like, like now we're doing pregame shows every year. So it's my my whole schedule for Texas OU weekend is vastly different than what it used to be. But in college, I mean, we we would go out. We had bar tabs somewhere in downtown Dallas on Friday night. We'd be out till 2, stay drinking till 3, and then boom, like, the six a.m. alarm would hit you like a ton of bricks, and it was like, for a Let's second, you're like, oh. yeah, for a second, it's like, oh, I want to go back to bed. This sucks. No, I feel like you shit. Get up or no. and go. And then it's like, oh no, wait, it's Texas OU Saturday. Like we gotta keep going so, get to the
1: fairgrounds.
0: And we gotta start drinking again. So yeah, it'd be uh, nice for those who do do that to get a few more hours of sleep in with that two uh, thirty kickoff. So I, I think, uh, yeah, this would be a well-received change if it does actually happen. Nothing official, obviously. The TV partners have a lot to do with this, but of course, with the move to the SEC and this Texas OU game now being an SEC game, which feels so weird, uh, you know, they've got to make sure the TV partners are happy with that. But I would be in favor of this. I still want this to be a night game because I want somebody to die. That's my goal. Like, Mar- you they were really if if you really want to game, solidify yourself as the best rivalry in college sports, you need a casualty.
1: <laughs> there would be plenty. Let me tell you, there would yeah. be plenty. There's there's enough casualties on Friday night. Forget about Saturday night after a game like that. You got to be kidding me. And you know, you know what I want for the Texas OU game, right? I've
0: got two of what people argue are my coldest takes ever. But I think I've got two genius takes for Texas OU. One of them is make it a night game. And one of them wow. is play the game on campus once every 10 years. One time in Austin, one time in Norman. The other eight games every decade will be at the Cotton Bowl in Dallas.
1: That's, That's okay. what I want. I can do that. I don't want every other year to be at, at home and away. No thanks.
0: No, I don't either. Because uh, the Cotton Bowl environment is the coolest environment in sports. Like, yeah, I don't want those
1: people in this town.
0: Right. Yeah, no, most people vehemently disagree with me, even when I say just once out of every 10 years you have the game in Austin and once out of every 10 years you have the game in Norman. Like people just roast me for that every time I bring it
1: up. know those people just wandering around the streets of Austin on a Thursday. No, they, thank they, you. They fit in perfectly with all the homeless we have here. <laughs> Dude, no, we don't have any place for them to work. We have a fair for them to work at up there. They can hey. work the fair. We're selling corny dogs.
0: Here? We're selling corny dogs now. They can work the corn dog stand at the uh, DKR. They,
1: tr- they truly could now. If that's going to happen, they truly could work the corn. Do- you're right. The corny dog stands. Nobody from around here has a job. It all belongs to Sooner fans. That would be great. Yeah, yeah. that's okay. All right, you're yeah. coming around. Coming around to that part, but yeah, but they're going to have to. Somebody's going to have to guess the weights. The bearded woman. I mean, those are things we'd miss out on unless they come down here to work. I mean, they're, they could stand there with a fish bucket on the side of the road and try to collect money from us. That would be – no. They got, we have Dairy Queens, too. All our people would have to get out of the Dairy Queens, and then they'd get their jobs for the week for the weekend here, close down our Dairy Queens, reopen them with Sooners running the stands. How's that? No thanks. Oh, I don't want that. I don't want that. It's just
0: one day every 10 years they're in town. We're worried they're going to take all of our shitty jobs.
1: Yeah, we don't want that. We, no, we don't want them to have our jobs, no.
0: Oh, man. All right, one more uh, one more before we give a shout-out to a sponsor and get to some of the other big things that CDC had to say yesterday. Um, there will be an on-campus celebration to announce the move to the SEC on June 30th. So, of course, Texas is still in the Big 12 for the rest of the academic year, which goes through May. Uh, All the spring sports obviously in action right now or about to start. They will be competing in the Big 12 for one final season. So it won't be until the summertime when the school year is over where Texas officially makes the move to the SEC. So in the summer, on the last day of June, there will apparently be a free on-campus celebration to officially announce the start of the SEC tenure for the Longhorns. Greg Sankey, the commissioner of the SEC, will be in town. Uh, Chris Del Conte, of course, will be a part of it. You assume a lot of the uh, big important people associated with the UT athletics department are going to be on campus for that as well. Maybe some of the athletes-
1: Big 12 commissioner too, he'll be here to say goodbye.
0: No, I don't think uh, your mark is going to show up for that one. We need to have him here just to say goodbye. Wouldn't that be special? Uh, He said goodbye when he presented us the trophy (laughs) for the big 12 title in Arlington back in December. And okay, we made no, sure to say goodbye to him too in a very respectful, friendly Texas way. Wow. Yeah, that, so there, yeah. there you go. Yeah, that uh, that jabroni. You wanna hear from Brett Yormark here?
1: Yeah we, yeah, we haven't heard from him in a while. It's been a while. It's been a while.
0: Let's hear from uh, the commissioner of the Big 12.
1: Candidly, we were able to get Texas and Oklahoma out a year early.
2: That was a big deal for us, and I think all of you. Okay? And coach, I'm not going to put any pressure on you, but I'm going to be in Austin for Thanksgiving. Okay. And you better
1: take care of business like you did right here in Lubbock last year.
0: Yeah. How did that work out? How do you like them donuts?
1: <laughs> I just saw that stupid commercial this morning. It was <laughs> on. That's the second time. I don't want to see it anymore. It's the oh, worst. They're still showing it. They're showing it. It's there. It's a, it's. It's a bit now. It's going to be on for a while. I, where's my E Trade babies? I don't want to see that commercial, that Dunkin' Donuts commercial. Mm. It's dressed in pink. Come on now. Yeah, your mark. Didn't want
0: to put any pressure on Joey McGuire. Well, didn't. he didn't. He didn't. I don't know what happened, but uh, yeah, fifty-seven to seven. Of course, the final score in that Texas Texas Tech football game this year uh good job there texas tech happy thanksgiving your mark you bitch (laughs)
1: happy thanksgiving
0: happy thanksgiving all right more from uh cdc in a moment
1: but first buck how about a shout out to one of our great sponsors texas orthopedics folks if you're seeking that specialized patient focused orthopedic care and you've got those problems texas orthopedics well they are the absolute best Their physicians offer surgical and non-surgical orthopedic care for children and adults, spinal care, sports medicine, trauma care, joint replacement, rheumatology, and even more. Our good friends Christopher Danny and Christopher Stockton are dedicated orthopedic surgeons there, and their goal is to get you back into that good health and the great quality of life that you deserve. Texas Orthopedics is the largest independent orthopedic practice in the state of Texas. For more information, go to TXOrtho.com. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah. Y'all see what I'm drinking this morning? Yeah, yes, sir. That's I mean, the cream. I think I'm repping the shirt today. I am repping wow. the Ollipop shirt today. Come on now. I'm a believer. Yeah, come on. And you will be, too, if you try Olipop. This stuff has changed the game. It got me back into soda. I had sworn off soda for years. Why? Well, because it's so bad for me. I eat like shit. I couldn't drink like shit, too. So that nope. was the sacrifice I made. I'm like, well, I'm going to keep eating my fast food because that'll never change. But I can't drink soda and expect to live past the age of 25. So I swore off soda, never drinking it again. Olipop got me back into soda. Why? Because it tastes like soda. I didn't give up soda because I didn't like the taste. Everyone loves the taste of soda. But I gave it up because of the bad stuff that was in there. Olipop tastes great, and it also has stuff that is good for me, stuff that is good for you. Inside of every can, a unique blend of prebiotics, botanicals, and plant fibers. Nine grams of fiber in every single can of Olipop. Hardly any calories, hardly any sugar. And once again, it's that same great soda pop taste that I grew up sipping. It's a beautiful thing, what Olipop was able to do. I don't know how they did it. Usually healthy stuff tastes like ass. Uh, This stuff tastes great, and it is good for you as well. I got mine at Target the other day. They've got it at Target, H-E-B, Randall's, Whole Foods, Costco. Wherever you go to buy your groceries, you can find the greatness of Ollie Hop.
1: Get you some. I want, to thank, I want to say a big shout out to our, our wonderful travel sponsors that we had and Tamara and and Travis down there at Hayes City Store. Thank you, folks. We love you uh, for what you did for us when it was time for us to get on the road, get to whether it's up to Dallas or or get to uh, New Orleans, thank you all so very much for being travel sponsors. Looking forward to to some more new travel sponsors as we as we come into this new year. So we'll be hitting the road again. Uh, BK and and, and uh, I, who are you, is are you at the game on Friday? Who's going to be with? Is Kevin going to be with you Friday? You guys are that's not hitting the road, but that's out there. And for all those, all the travel sponsors, we really really do appreciate it. it. Takes a big burden off of us, and plus we want to get you out there as much as we can here. So. Thanks once again, and thanks to Tamara, and thank you to Travis. And I haven't gone to their new restaurant. I've got to do that. I bet you can't get there tonight.
0: Oh, I bet it's packed tonight. Yep, Taste on Main, fantastic spot in downtown Buda. If you haven't been there, get there. I don't care if you live North Austin, Cedar Park, Georgetown, wherever, I don't care. San down San Antonio, down to San Antone, Waco, Dallas, yeah. Houston. Uh, it is worth the trip to downtown Buta to check out their new joint. It's called Taste on Main. Fantastic people and an incredible dining experience every time you go in there. Yeah, shout out to Hayes City Store and Taste on Main and all of our great travel partners. That's well said, Buck. And yes, this Friday, we will be out at the dish for Texas baseball. That's right, opening day for the Longhorns is this Friday. They will take on the University of San Diego, a three game series that of course gets going on Friday. And Kevin Dunn and myself will be with the Occupy Left Field Folk doing a little pregame show. We'll start things around 6, maybe 6.15. First pitch will be a little after 7, so we'll go for 45 minutes or so. Talking Texas baseball, interacting with uh, some of the heathens. I say wow. I that? There respect, There you go. The folks party out in left field and oh yeah it is a party if you've been to left field at the dish you know exactly what i'm talking about if you haven't been at the dish get out there especially if you uh in, enjoy indulging from time to time because they indulge better than just about anybody else i know so very nice it's a party out there in left field and yeah we are uh, excited to be there this season for sure all right couple more uh, big takeaways from what CDC had to say last night. Speaking of the dish, they are adding a new fan area to UFCU Dish Falk Field. It's called the Yeti Yard. Yeti Yard, nice. Yeah, it's in left center field. It's coming to the dish this season. And I'm going to try to pull up a, a picture for you here to give you a little visual of what I'm talking about right now. But it's just a new sort of fan zone outside of the left center field fence. Looks like you've got some uh, some chairs, some tables there, some TVs. You can watch the game. There's the overhead look. Good Sweet. little setup. Yeah, some extra seats uh, beyond the outfield wall at the dish. So that's coming. Another cool thing for the fans there. Also, a new football practice facility is coming to Texas.
4: Starting the in June.
0: Are they unbubbling yeah. now? They are unbubbling now. You uh, will have the bubble for, I guess, a little bit longer, but construction for a new football practice facility will start in June. So enjoy seeing the bubble on I-35 while you can, because I guess at some point in the not-too-distant future, you will not be able to see that.
1: As long as Michigan can't get in there to steal all the signs.
0: Yeah, I bet they're trying right now. I saw a guy in maize and blue walking on Red River the other day. I was wondering what was going on there. What the
1: hell are you doing here?
0: It's like, dude, it's just winter workouts, man. Spring football hadn't started yet. I don't know if he knows the rules. On yes. Yeah, he probably does. He's looking, he's scouting how he's going to scout the Texas football team. Very nice. Doing some pre-cheating there. Uh, also, another thing that Texas fans have been clamoring for for a while, Buck, grass is coming to DKR in 2026. That's according to Chris Del Conte. So two more football seasons with the uh, artificial turf at DKR. But apparently three seasons from now we will have the natural grass that i think most football fans and most players and coaches more importantly are rooting for
1: yeah I, yeah it'll be about that time and yes they'll be they'll have those services all over the the campus they'll be able to roll in the good stuff and 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 great turf and hell maybe we'll get oh maybe they're maybe they're setting up for a world cup soccer game there or something Mm, they already announced not. The, well, 20, tw- that. Well, that's 2026. Yeah, but they already announced all of the yes. locations
0: for World Cup games. There are going to be some in Dallas. There are going to be some in Houston, but there won't be any
1: in Austin No, Boston. no, Jerry's so. going to roll out. He doesn't care. He's going to put it over the top of the carpet if he has to for the money he'll make for the World Cup game there.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, da- uh, Arlington slash Dallas was trying to get the World Cup final in 2026. They didn't get that. The final will be played in at MetLife in New Jersey, which is interesting because that field sucks and that's outdoors, so you got to worry about uh, potential weather issues there. But, uh, yeah, now there will be some big games for the World Cup played in the state of Texas for sure. I think Houston um,
1: will have one. Houston definitely will have one.
0: Yeah, yeah, Houston's going to get a couple of games too. I think there's 16 different spots around North America because mm-hmm. it's not just the U.S. that's technically hosting the That'd World Cup. Yeah, Mexico and Canada will get uh, a few games as well. Majority of them will be in the States. But uh, yeah, you get games all over the continent coming up in 2026. Uh, a few other things. Chris Del Conte confirmed that, uh, look, the goal is to play a every year. We don't know exactly what the divisions or what the pods are going to look like in the SEC after 2024. But CDC says he hopes to play the Aggies every single year in football, and I think every fan on both sides feels the same way about that. To me, that was like one of the biggest benefits of moving to the SEC is the fact that you get to reignite that game with the Aggies. So uh, Del Conte did confirm that A&M will be coming here in 2025. So we do at least know that the two teams will play in College Station this year and in Austin next year. Uh, Nothing final after that, but I assume it'll be every other year we'll get them in Austin and vice versa.
1: I mean, we're, there's some great home games coming up here. There I mean, yeah. ain't just some fun games and and some great travel games for Texas fans too, which will, you know, that first they will travel like mad to some of those places. You oh, know, man. a lot of a lot of game, I mean, and you go to Georgia, you know, you you end up going to Florida. I mean, that that those are some fantastic games for the Longhorn fans. It really is. And for for the SEC fans, they'll get a chance to come to Austin, Texas.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, Texas fans are chomping at the bit. Of course, you got the Michigan game this year. That's probably the uh, coolest road game the Longhorns have this upcoming season. But like you said, going forward, trips to Athens, trips to Gainesville, trips to Tuscaloosa. Of course, some Texas fans went there this year. Uh, Trips to Baton Rouge. I mean, the list just goes on and on for all the cool road trip
1: experiences. That, oh, that's uh, right. Baton You can get, get in on their deal where they pee on the floor there in the state of Louisiana. Great. Just like that. Yeah, that's the first thing you have
0: to do when you cross over the border is just find a gas station and just piss all over the side of the toilet. <laughs> hit the floor, Don't, hit the wall. Don't try to
1: hit the water. Don't try to hit any water. Just the floor. Yeah, you, that's great. You could
0: turn around and, and pee on the back wall in the, in the bathroom.
1: <laughs> what a place. What man, a man.
0: place. Yeah, no uh, no LSU trip this year. But at some point within the next three or four years, you would think the Longhorns will uh, be going to Baton Rouge. And we almost had that opportunity in 2020. We were supposed to play at LSU in 2020. But, of course, uh, something else happened that year. I can't remember exactly what it was. but Big, big, yeah, big ben, deal. But yeah, big deal. Look at this. So I think the coolest thing for Texas season ticket holders, that was discussed last night. CDC said that season ticket prices were not increasing this year. He's like, well, even though we're moving to the SEC, we're going to keep prices the same as what they were last year. And my guess is in 2025, there will be an increase to those prices. But, hey, a nice little benefit for year one in the SEC, Buck. And it's also cheaper this year because Texas has one more home game this season than it did last year. So on a per-game basis, you're actually paying less for your season tickets in 24.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're right. But that ticket, those tickets next year when AM comes to, to Austin, wow.
4: Oh yeah. That baby will go it. up.
1: That'll be that'll be a s- s- stiff kick in the ass right there, I guarantee you, next year. Yeah. But that's all right. We'll take a year off.
0: Look at these Georgia tickets. I mean, you know, that in itself, that's that's the biggest home game Texas has had. Well, I guess they did play Alabama at home last year. So maybe you don't mm-hmm. have to go back that far, but still a huge deal getting uh, the number one team in the country, a team that has kind of dominated the sport over the last three seasons in your You're house. Mean. Yeah, I mean, that's... Dude, it's just night and day. I mean, you look at some of the names on this schedule and you compare them to the names on Texas's schedule this season in conference play. And it's just so different, dude. Like, we, we got excited about, like, K-State and Iowa State and TCU because it's Texas football. Like, of course, we're excited yes. for the Longhorns, but it's like... Well, those teams aren't that fun. Those fan bases aren't cool. Those road trips aren't exciting. And now you look at some of these names, and you also think about some of the names that aren't on this schedule, like LSU. Yes, yes, yes.
1: Like one right down in San Marcos, I don't see on the schedule. Do you? Anywhere? Anywhere?
0: I'm talking about, like, exciting trips. Oh, in to San Marcos, even...
1: what's wrong with going down to square? What's wrong with that?
0: I mean, I do love the square, but... You know, that's not quite what I had in mind here. Okay. Yeah, no, Texas State not on the schedule, and they will not be in the SEC. I'm sorry to inform you, Coach. Wow. You really, no, you really we're, want we're, the Bobcats to get that invite, don't you?
1: Oh, we can get Vandy out of here and get get the invite to the Bobcats somehow. Texas oh, State football
0: is better than Vanderbilt right now. Oh, oh, oh! Did you
1: just say that?
0: Yeah, I did. And I meant it, too. If they played last year, I think Texas State would have won.
1: Ask Baylor how that feels, how that mm. tastes.
0: Yeah, well, Baylor would also lose to Vanderbilt. They suck. <laughs> They're bringing in Gary Patterson, like their most hated coach ever in Waco, is now going in there to try to fix the program. That's how bad things have gotten in Waco. Amazing. Crazy. But uh, yeah, so there you go. Great news. A lot of great news from Chris Del Conte last night at the uh, UT Athletics Town Hall. Um, there, there's that. All right. Before we get to the Longhorns who got invited to the NFL Scouting Combine, this news came out uh, during the day yesterday. We'll give another great shout out to one of our great sponsors, Buck.
1: Dr. Greg Eckert. Love Dr. Eckert. Once again, got to go see him here and before this month is out. Telephone number is 512-345-3166. If you've got a problem with one tooth, many teeth now, let Dr. Ecker get that done for you now. They do dental implants for folks that are, are talking about maybe the expense of getting veneers done like I did. But you know, I'm a big money guy because if you took took on, you know, some of my picks this year, you can get those veneers. By the way, if you did that, you can afford the veneers. If you, if you didn't fade me and went along with me during the playoff, You should have plenty of cash to get those veneers in. I get it done in two visits, folks. It only took me two visits to get it done. I had temporaries in, And then about two weeks later, next year, I had these wonderful teeth right here that I just love. And I want to thank Dr. Eckert and his wonderful staff because they do everything from general dentistry to the most advanced work. But in dental implants, that may be the way to go for you. Find out if you're a candidate for dental implants by giving him a call today at 512 345 3166, and if you're not a patient of Dr. Eckert, he will be taking on new patients. So call him and find out if there's a spot just for you. Now, teeth cleaning, teeth whitening, tooth loss solution, extractions, he's doing those things also, folks. And if you need to be knocked out, if you need IV sedation just to get a cleaning, which, come on, you little baby, gather yourself. Don't be afraid of the dentist any longer. Get yourself a big dog if you need to have a big dog or something. I don't know if you can take the dog into the dentist's office with you, Maybe in the waiting room, but folks, don't be afraid. And if you are afraid and you do have that, still have that dental anxiety like a lot of folks do, I do not, then IV sedation may be the way to go, and Dr. Eckert has that for you, too. He wants to really take care of your dental health because that will affect your all-around health. Once again, his telephone number, 512-345-3166. He's our dentist, should be your dentist also.
0: Yeah, we don't need emotional support pets in the dentist's office, please. Your iguana up on your chest as he's doing his work? No? We've got enough of those everywhere else. We can uh, spare the dentists (laughs) with those. I'm a huge animal fan, but come on, man. Leave that at home. Give me a break. No support
1: gorillas on the planes with us? Well, uh, a gorilla
0: on a plane would be interesting. I would wow. like to see how that goes down, although some of us might die, so maybe not. But <laughs> it would be pretty hilarious to just oh, scroll it, on a plane. Death,
1: death at the Cotton Bowl for that game, that's okay. Death by in a plane with the gorilla, not okay? Not okay. No, because we're
0: not trying to prove anything on these airplanes. Well, some people seemingly are. I'm not. I'm trying to prove that Texas OU is the best rivalry in sports. So There you go. That's a way to cement that, all right? <laughs> oh, just like that. All right, shout out to uh, our great friends at SentexTickets.com. Hey, if you're looking for tickets for all of these Texas football games this fall, they'll have them for you at Centextickets.com. But in the meantime, Texas basketball, men's and women's, they've got those tickets online right now. SentexTickets.com concerts. Major League Baseball just around the corner. Baseball right around the corner. Of course, you've got NASCAR coming to COTA in a couple yeah. of months. We're going to be out there doing some fun pre-race broadcasts. That'll be awesome. Uh, They've got all of that. That's going to be great, man. Boogity, boogity. Boogity, boogity, boogity. 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 Yeah, baby. We'll be ready to roll. But uh, if you're trying to roll to any live event in Austin, Texas, or anywhere in the country, uh, get your tickets online at sendtextickets.com. Okay, Buck, I'm going to pull up a list. We'll screen share action for you. Yesterday, it was announced that there will be 11 Texas Longhorns who will be participating in the upcoming NFL Scouting Combine in Indianapolis. Here is the list of names. And if you're listening on the app, I will read them to you. Jonathan Brooks, Keelan Robinson, Adonai Mitchell, Jordan Whittington, Xavier Worthy, DeTavion Sanders, Christian Jones, Byron Murphy,
2: Devondre Sweats, Jalen Ford. Learn more at marines.com.
0: Brian Watts. Those are the 11 Longhorns who were invited to the combine. And that number 11 is tied for the fourth most for any college football team. Michigan led the way with 18. No surprise that uh, they are your defending national champions. Washington, the defending runner-ups, they had 13 players invited. Florida State had 12. And Texas is tied with Georgia. That's a good sign.
3: Texas and Georgia
0: both had the same number of players invited to Indianapolis this year. But uh, first of all, Buck, your thoughts on this list and maybe your thoughts on which guy or guys have
1: the most to gain at the combine. Well, I would think for Jalen Ford and uh, Mr. Watts down there at the bottom, they've got a lot to gain by going to this combine. And, and really showing out, and, and especially with some of the physical stuff that they're going to do. Jonathan Brooks is not going to do very much. He's just going to meet with people. He's not running around or whatsoever. Keelan Robinson, once again, there's another guy that can prove an awful lot. His speed and his ability to catch the ball, they're going to look at. They're going to see if he's that type of player. You know, those are the kind of players that the Kansas City Chiefs pick out of nowhere. They do some special things with their speed, you know. Uh, that This will be good for him, I, I truly believe. <clears throat> I think the rest of the guys, BK, are, just, are, are steady guys that can do a lot of the whether they do it at the Combine or they do it back at home. Christian Jones, they're going to see every part about him. Once again, there's another Combine guy. But for the, for the guys that we know, Sweat and Murphy, those type of guys, they'll do, they'll do some things there. But when they get back to their place, when they get back on campus and do stuff there, that's where they really are going to make their money. The other guys will have to go to the combine. If they're invited, they got to show up and they got to show out, I believe. Um, like I said, Keenan Robinson, there, there's some things that can be special about him in the next level too and what you can do with a guy like that. I mean, he's special, special teams for sure. Maybe he'll learn how to catch punts. I don't know about him catching punts, but that's that's one of those things that he can work on and show his skills at, you know, at Indianapolis. You know, they throw their jugs gun up there and that guy's catching punts all of a sudden now becomes not only a kickoff returner, but a punt returner and a specialist that you throw some screens to, I think he can make he can make himself, you know, some headway at, at the combine for sure. Yeah, I do
0: too. I do too. And some people might be a little surprised that Keelan Robinson got the invite, but uh, special teamers like that will sometimes get invited Absolutely. to the combine. Keelan Robinson, yeah, Keelan Robinson has been one of the best special teams players in college football the last couple of years. So I yeah. don't know if he gets drafted, uh, but he will make an NFL roster, and I think he's got a chance to have a decently long NFL career because of what he does on special teams. And, you know, we know he's a kickoff return guy as well. If he could add the punt return element to his arsenal. Yes. Then, uh, yeah, I absolutely think he's got a future in the and NFL. Watts
1: also, Watts, they want to see him. They want to see him physically. They, he, he's got to be well and ready to go and ready, you know, to broad jump, all that, all those kind of things. You know, they're going to want to see his quick twitch. Can he really – I mean, not only when he has his hands on a guy, but can he actually cover a guy? So they're going to, he's got to, he's got to, he's got to do well wherever he is. I'll tell you what, Ryan Watts was
0: at the Senior Bowl in Mobile a few weeks ago. And I remember reading some sort of practice report from the Senior Bowl, of course, that said Ryan Watts was the fastest player that they clocked that day which I was stunned because, like, I thought that was Ryan Watts' biggest weakness at Texas was, like, he just didn't have the speed to stay with some of the fastest receivers in college football. And I think we kind of saw that in the Washington game, right? Where it's just, uh, you know, he's big for a corner, he's physical, he can press well, and there are certain things that he does very well that give him a chance to maybe be a Sunday player. I just didn't think he had the speed to be a high-round pick. And I still don't think he's going to be a high-round pick, but apparently – He's faster than we think so i am intrigued to see what ryan Watts w- runs at the combine and if he yep. is one of the faster players up there then maybe maybe he turns into a late day two pick i still doubt sure. it sure but he's got a chance i think to uh improve his stock with the strong performance there for sure
1: yeah guys like mitchell and xavier worthy they're they're just going so the people can see them they'll do a couple things you know do you really care how much xavier worthy bench presses not really
0: well, I care yeah. how my, how fast he runs too. Like he's another guy. Like, look, for, for Ryan Watts and for Keelan Robinson, we're talking about guys who just want to be drafted, right? Sure. But for for Xavier Worthy, we're talking about a guy who has a chance to go in the first round. And of course, he wants to go in the first round. You get more money with that. Um, what does he run? I mean, if he runs high four twos, low four threes. Four threes. I, I expect him to be mid four threes. I mean, if he's low four threes, don't you think he's a first round pick? If he's high four threes or low four fours, then he's probably day two, which is fine. No shame in that. But if he if he has an awesome 40, maybe he doesn't run in Indy, maybe he saves it for the combine, but I think or for the pro day, but I think he should run up there in Indianapolis. Well, if, if he, he doesn't runs, run
1: there and he runs at home and he runs low four threes, yeah, that's gonna help him out. They're gonna they're gonna throw a bunch of balls to him and see what his hands are like. They're gonna I mean I mean, he runs really nice routes. He he's he's he's, he's really, really special. When it comes to to me down the goal line, they didn't use them that much. You know those those in and out patterns and things like that. The quick twitch stuff where you change directions real quick, and you give your quarterback, you know, like Patrick Mahomes angles to throw the ball to you, where you can you know stretch out and score. Uh, they're gonna want to see what his hands are like more than anything. They I, I think they're I think they're gonna understand what his speed. Is. If he's in the four threes, he's gonna be just fine. Yeah. Four three wide receiver is just I don't care if it's four three seven, four three three, four three six. I mean. He's going to be okay. Yeah, but he's going to be okay. He's going to be okay. They want to see if when they throw to him, when they see him in person, what his hands are like and, and what he can do. They're going to look at him as a punt returner too. I sure. mean, that's just that's just there for it. I don't know if they're going to look at him as a kickoff returner, but they'll look at him as a punt returner for sure. They're going to get every bit of their money out of him at that wide receiver position. If he can still return punts and be a wide receiver, why not?
0: Yeah. I think uh, teams are going to want him to run at the combine because – you know this, Buck, like people are skeptical of your numbers at your
1: pro day, right? Like, Absolutely, they expect when you're comfortable, You're if you're at home, you should be very comfortable in what mm-hmm. you do, when you, when you get to the combine, everybody knows it's the, the underwear Olympics and everybody's, you know, it's it's not that easy to get real comfortable at a place like that in front of everybody, but at home, you should be more than comfortable. But like yeah. I said, they do not give a rat's ass if that guy bench presses 225 four times, who cares yeah the, the benching does not matter for xavier no. worthy but if he can run a
0: 429 in indianapolis then oh yeah he'll be a first round pick and like you said like yeah you're more comfortable at home on your college field during your pro day with people you know around right. you. well guess what xavier Worthy's not going to be playing any nfl games in austin so nfl right. execs they you know it's cool what you did in austin but we want to see what you can do somewhere else so if he can uh he can show out at the combine. I think he can really cement himself as a first round pick, which would
1: be. What great. about Sweat? Sweat can can make his way maybe late first round. What I mean, you, weight wise, they're gonna want to know if this guy's still hovering, you know, three sixty or is he three forty five, you know, three fifty. That'll be important yep. for to But they but he's also been to the Senior Bowl. He has, he's also, you know, he understands what he has to do. People have already talked to him about probably losing a little bit of weight. I mean, it's not. That won't be a surprise to them if he comes in at 2 at 345 and looks great because he's already been it's all been kind of determined that you're a little overweight right now. Yeah. I mean that that should have been priority number 1 for Tevin
0: Sweat as soon as the Washington game ended. Like literally on January 2nd. He can't
1: come in heavier. He can't walk into the as I said the underwear olympics Heavier than what he was, for he sure.
0: Can't be, he can't be the same. He can't be close to the same. He was like 365. Yeah. I think he was listed at 362, which probably means he was closer to 365, 370. Yep. He's got to be 345, like you said. So that's that's the biggest thing for T-Sweat. Like, if he, if he weighs in at 345, which I don't know if he can shed 20 pounds in the span of, you know, two months, two and a half months, whatever it may be, but if he can, then yeah, that's that's the most important thing I think for him is whether it's at the pro day or at the combine, whatever T Sweat right. lays in at, that's going to be huge for a lot of these NFL teams.
1: You're right. You know, so and they're 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 going to look at, at Murphy. They're, they they want to see his arm length, what his you know what his spread is like. You know when they get him and you know for a guy who's I mean he's what is he six one? Is he a six one guy? Yeah. I don't think they're worried, you know, Murphy, I think, has the
0: best chance of being a first-round pick. Now, if he performs well at the Combine, then he will definitely be a first-round sure. pick. But I feel like he's in pretty good standing right now. Um, yeah, Sweat, sweat, I think, is a big one, too. Because most most of the more recent mocks that I've looked at have Sweat going in the second round. So I think a lot of that has to do with weight concerns. Now, even, sure. if, te- even if Sweat does shed 15 to 20 pounds, I'm not sure he's guaranteed to be a first. But that's, I think that's the most important thing for for that dude, Murphy. Murphy's weight, that's, I think that's fine. I don't think anybody's concerned about that.
1: I think the guy can really help himself is um, Ad Mitchell. I think he can, he's a guy who can really really help himself at the combine. I mean, if he goes there in front of all those guys and he's not at his home field and he's catching the way he can catch with his catch radius and he has a really good forty time, you know, if he if he's a low four four guy, that's going to be fantastic. I'm with you him. i yep. mean that that'll really that'll that'll pick it up for him because i think he's i think he's i think he's a pro as it is added to and, Longhorn jonathan Bears, Brook, jonathan brooks not going to do anything
0: no no he, he might be there and talk to execs and coaches but he's not going to do any of the on field no drills so he will be in street clothes uh ryan no. Watts was at the shrine bowl i beg your pardon i said the senior bowl he was at the shrine bowl the east west shrine bowl but uh my point about him being one of the fastest players there or the fastest player there one day uh still stands but a uh, different bowl game my apologies for that what about uh, jay
1: Witt? what does jay Witt do for himself i mean i i think he's gonna get drafted but i think he's a fourth round pick you know really later in the draft but i think he's got a chance to get drafted
0: yeah i do too uh i don't think he's a fourth round pick i think it's six Seventh or UDFA mm-hmm. for Jordan Winnington. But I mean, he's a great athlete. Like, this was a five star out of high school, and he was regarded as the number one or number two athlete recruit in the country coming out of high school. So, well, he'll be understand- able to go in there.
1: He'll be able to go in there and, and run some slot for you if somebody's banged up. He's also going to be on every special teams. I mean, right? he'll be on every one of those. Whether it's, I mean, there's a guy who can make some hay as a, a possible punt returner, but he's going down as a gunner. He's going to be down there knocking guys out because he's going to give you everything he's got. So he's going to be very valuable to a team. It's just yeah. where, how valuable is he? Is he worth a, a fifth-round pick, a, a sixth-round pick, or is he better off being a free agent going to where he wants to go to, you know, right. where he can see what are the needs are? Yeah, you know the
0: intangibles are there with Jay Witt. Yeah, you know the heart and the hustle. I mean, just go watch that uh, play against TCU, right? The quintessential interception where he ran like 50 yards back down the field to force a fumble to get Texas the ball back. Like, you show that to any NFL person, and they're going to fall in love with this kid. There's a lot to like, but that's not the only thing that gets you on an NFL roster. You've got to be right. able to play as well. So yeah, Christian okay.
1: Jones yeah. has to go. They want to see everything about Christian Jones. Yeah, he has to. That guy has to appear at everything. You know, the, the workouts at home, the workouts at the Combine. If he got invited to the Combine, he's got to be at his best at the Combine. No matter where he is, he has to be at his best.
0: I'm with you, 100%. Pretty cool, though, that Texas has 11 guys going. I mean, when's the last time we've been able to say that,
1: right? was the last years. time we were able to say there was five guys that showed up there. I know. We I even know. got invites.
0: And it's great. I mean, you look at uh, the list of the college teams with the most players who will be there. The fact that Texas is in the top four and they're tied with Georgia. And that's a good sign. Like that's, that's development right there, Buck. And that has been chip wrote about this over at horns 24 seven. I'm sure he's going to talk about this from one to three with Zay. That's been the biggest negative recruiting tool against Texas in recent years. Like this has always been the place where five stars go to die. You said that you coined that years ago, like Texas would obviously recruit incredibly well, but guys
1: weren't developing and they weren't turning into NFL players. They'd be the same as they came in as freshmen
0: or worse.
1: Yeah. And I used to to blame it. I used to, I used to say maybe they'd already peaked out in high school. No, it was the development here. The, The high school coaches developed these kids, those five stars really, really well, they got here. And they just stayed five stars. They never became uh, they never became NFL stars or NFL type of players. They stayed high school type of players, you know? We were star removers. You, you'd yes. come to
0: Texas as a five star and you'd leave as a three star. Yeah. Like that, it's, yeah it was, it was now it's the opposite. T. Sweat was a three star. He just won the Outland Trophy as the best interior lineman in the sport. Like Jalen Ford, three star. He should have yes. been Big 12 Defensive Player of the Year last year. And he was, I think, Preseason Player of the Year this year. Like, yeah, no, development is there. And once again, that has been the biggest thing other schools have used on the recruiting trail to talk down about Texas. It's like, do you really want to go there? Like, we're Alabama. We're sending all of these guys to the first round of the NFL draft every year. And Texas is sending nobody.
1: Like, yeah, well, you,
0: that, that's the place you, you want to go. If you develop that
1: dude from Cedar Creek, then you're, then you're doing a hell of a job. Yeah, I mean, if you can develop a kid from Cedar Creek, you can really get it done.
0: Of course. Well, they've already I know
1: developed yeah, every I mean, once of course you'd like to
0: develop everybody, but you know, the, my point is that yeah. they're, they're doing it. They are developing now better than they have in a long time. And that's going to make the recruiting even better for Texas. We always said yeah. like, even when they were losing all of these games, they were still bringing in top 10 classes more often than not. And it's like, man, imagine what happens if they actually put it together and start winning games and these players actually become better. And Texas starts having guys drafted in the first round in the NFL. Like, oh, yeah. What is that going to do? And you're seeing what it's doing. Like, It's snowballing and Texas feels like they are a legit national championship contender right now.
1: Yeah, and it's it's gotta be that way every year. It just will continue to, to, I mean, you'll get better and better. I mean, you'll develop better players. You'll get better players for one thing. You'll get a bunch of five-star kids. You're gonna start, you get them as it is, but those five stars will be NFL type of players and it won't take them three years to be NFL type of players. They'll come in as almost NFL players and all you do is develop them from that point on. It's going to be fantastic.
0: Yeah. And as Coming I said, the recruiting
1: areas, when you start going into the Atlanta, Georgia area where, where Georgia is recruiting, where they get most of their kids in that, you know, that 80, 90 mile radius of where they are, look out. When you start going into their territory and taking their players from them, you've already done it to Alabama. Hell, the kids from Alabama, because of Sark or whatever, want to come to Texas. So sure. start getting into the Georgia's area and taking some of those players that you see that they have sitting on the bench and can play that's where that's that's the big time stuff right there plus you get to the, the foothold of your own state where there's hundreds of players and you and hundreds of players you pick and choose the ones you want from your own state that's great mm-hmm. that's great because everybody else, everybody else comes here and gets them
0: right yeah try to lock down your state as best you can look no one's going to dominate the state and recruiting the way mac was able to in the 2000s, but still, if you can get uh, a lot of the great players in the state of Texas to stay home, and then, yeah, you pick and choose certain guys from around the country and you're able to beat Alabama and Georgia and LSU and USC and insert blue blood type of program here, then, yeah, that's when you know you've got things rolling. Absolutely. Feels like Texas does. So there you go. Once again, 11 horns going to the Combine, tied for the fourth most of any college football team Uh, wishing all of those young men the best of luck as they make their way up to Indy here in March okay Buck before we uh shift gears I got a funny meme I've got to show you we also have to get into some Valentine's Day conversation and uh, of course more Texas Longhorn sports but before all of that how about some love to some more sponsors
1: how about our good friends at relax the back you know the last couple of days I have been feeling fantastic I went for a Nice walk before the Super Bowl and my back, a little sore from getting on the hard pan out there walking around for a couple miles. But now, since I've been back in my relaxed back tra- chair, it is absolutely the best. They relax, relaxed relax the back, they embrace a holistic approach for a healthier lifestyle based on 35 years of proven expertise. And once again, folks, my back couldn't be happier. Sitting in my chair right now, sitting up nice and straight, feeling good. And my thoracic back, which I had surgery on about 20 years ago, feels fantastic and your back will too. Now, I don't need a new pillow because I've got my old pillow that I've been beaten up for so many years, but you may wanna check out some of these Tempur-Pedic pillows that they have at Relax The Back. Some of the great chairs uh, and the fitted pillows also that are gonna make you feel good. They're gonna help your back and your neck. And there's great savings over there in this month for sure. And they have great savings throughout the spring and throughout the summer and then on special occasions. Also, they've got two great locations in BKs at the Hill Country Galleria, across from Whole Foods, and in Austin up north at the Gateway Shopping Center, across from the Container Store. Do live pain-free like the buck at Relax the Bat. Yes, indeed. And
0: uh, one of our favorites, our man Tom McKay of audio-visual consultations. Is a kid with him? The guy that we love. No, no kid on this one.
3: Just the uh,
0: maracas in this one. Maracas, love the Maracas. What you hear from Tom McKay right now?
3: This is Tom McKay, owner of Audiovisual Consultations, and we'd like to take a moment to thank all of our clients for making the last 25 years both fun and fruitful. For those of you who have not experienced our services yet, we'd like to invite you to give us a try for all of your home electronics needs. We take care of everything from surround sound home theaters and distributed audio to computer networks, home surveillance systems, to a new television in the living room or bedroom. And we come to you. There's no need to leave your home to find great pricing and incomparable service. No traffic, inexperienced sales geeks, or pushy showroom tactics. Just give us a call and we'll visit you at your home or business to take a look at what you really need. Just relax, hug your kids, and smile. We make your electronics and life simpler to manage. So give us a call and discover what over 7,000 families and businesses already have. Audiovisual consultations is the easiest, most complete way to enjoy today's electronics. Call us at 512-255-8678. That's 512-255-8678. Or online at avconsultations.com.
1: Thank you you very much. Love the maracas in the background. I got to talk to Tom about some hockey. I'm trying to figure out, do the Philadelphia Flyers still have a hockey team? I never hear anything about the Broad Street Bullies anymore. Are they just that bad? Are they just crap? What's happened to them over the last 10 years? not much
0: y'all made it to the stanley cup final once maybe 10 12 years ago That was even more than that it, it, i think it was more than there was it was a while back yeah you lost lost to chicago in one of their dynastic teams that they had
1: at the start I of the, the new york stinking rangers i see more about them than i do about the flyers yeah
0: the rangers are one of the best teams in the league right now flyers are middle of the pack if memory serves the dallas stars texas's team also one of the best teams in the NHL right now. They're, uh, I think, top three or playoffs four. come,
1: right? Until the playoffs come and then say goodbye to them, too? Uh, I mean, they've, they've made some deep playoff runs. They made
0: it to the conference finals last year. So they they do better than the Cowboys do in the
1: playoffs. Yeah. The Cowboys? Oh, no. Cowboys yeah. fans still talking. family still talking. Come on. Dak Prescott, folks, is going to get paid. Think so? Yes, he's gonna get paid. This offseason? Yes. Or he's not showing up. You won't see him at camp. And what does that do for them? Nothing. If he doesn't show up, that doesn't help their cause.
0: No. What
1: are they going to do? What's their backup plan if they,
0: they their want to backup quarterback? Back?
1: Trey Lance. I
0: mean, is, Cooper, is Rush is Cooper, Cooper Rush is a free agent. So unless they bring him back. Oh. Then, yes, Trey Lance is the backup. And I don't know why you would trade a fourth-round pick for Trey Lance if he isn't at least going to be your backup quarterback.
1: Because they're stupid.
0: Well, we know that. But I I don't know. I don't know if they bring back Cooper Rush or if they just roll with Dak and Trey Lance and maybe bring in somebody else to be QB3.
1: Dude, they got to do something. They, they got to do something. Because Cooper Rush knows what they're doing. He knows... He knows whether it's the Cowboys' way or not. Win a bunch of games. He knows how to win. They can't not. Ha- they can't just go with the cat that they have. I, I, I just can't believe that if they can, well, they're not, Are they going to get Cooper Rush on the cheap?
0: Uh, he's a backup quarterback. I mean, he'll probably be one of the more compensated backups because I think he is one of the of better backups in the league. So, They um, you know, still have five, to sell
1: maybe. pizzas. They have to sell pizzas and win twelve games. Sell pizzas? Well, of course. Jerry's still gotta sell parking spots and pizzas and all that other stuff. Oh, at the games. Yeah. I mean they gotta win so they gotta win twelve games, don't they? Because that's what they do.
0: Maybe they should not win twelve games. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe they should try for like eleven or thirteen, you know, just something different because twelve has not been that's not their number.
1: No, twelve has not been their number. Sorry about that. Like you Staubach. said, they've done that
0: three years in a row, and it hasn't translated to anything in the postseason. So that
1: was Roger's number, was it not? Roger Staubach, number twelve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They need to get off that number, maybe. Why are they doing that to Roger, man?
0: No kidding. He doesn't deserve that. Hmm. So yeah, I don't know. Mike Zimmer, he's uh, coming to Dallas. That thing is official at this point with the Cowboys. I don't even know how we got to the Cowboys right there. Always oh. get
1: to the Cowboys. You always have to get back to the Cowboys. You you brought this up. Don't blame me for this. I was no, talking about the I love, stars. I love talking about the Cowboys. I want them to be good someday.
0: And I think I brought that up. That's on me. Yeah, I did too. I do, too. But uh, the Stars are good. The other teams in Texas can make it to the conference finals or beyond. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys cannot do that. No. So that continues to be an issue for them. Uh, by the way, we're going to be giving away a Hat Creek gift card today because it's Valentine's Day. That's how we show our love to you people out there. So all you have to do to enter into our giveaway today is leave a comment if you're watching on YouTube or hit us up with a text on the code of text line, 512 222 nine three two eight you comment or text anything and you will be entered to win just like that doesn't matter how many times you comment it's one entry per person but we want to show y'all some love as you show us some love today and every day right here on texas sports on get that randomizer going randomizer will be in action today all right buck i got a meme to show you or at least a picture to show you today This is a mugshot that has gone viral on the internet over the last couple of days. And I'm gonna show you this picture and I want you to tell me, number one, what you think of this picture, and number two, exactly what crime you think this guy is being accused of committing. What do you think? Do like a little, little, little bit like the devil. Kind of looks like the guy who tried to break into our car in New Orleans as we were trying to drive Oh, back. the
1: Black Hood. Oh, no. I never the saw Angel that dude's death. face. Only, only you guys saw his face that you just made up that it was some black dude with a look of death on his face. I, I I, don't know. I never saw the guy's face. I thought you guys are still making that up. I never saw his face. I only saw him from like three blocks away as he was gaining ground on me as I was headed to the car safety headed towards Zay because they would have just torn that guy's face off but I never actually saw him as he approached the car I thought a branch fell off the tree you guys declared the guy's banging his hand on the car he was yeah and you guys were at the game tonight before and a little probably had a had a few or you were crying like Mason and were still very emotionally involved in the game yeah no, wasn't crying <laughs> and wasn't hung over We had done a show
0: that morning, so we were awake and perfectly fine. And there was a homeless guy in New Orleans wearing a black hoodie who was banging on the back of our covert BK vehicle. Come on, man. As we'd started our trek back to Austin. That all did happen. I don't know what you're talking about. Maybe it was this guy. Who knows? Wow. But I'm here to tell you that uh, this guy has done every crime that he's been accused of doing. Okay, what are out. what
1: are, what are the crimes?
0: This is uh this is a guilty until proven innocent kind of situation here. Okay. You make a face like this and you don't uh, you don't get off the hook right there. I feel like you should also get more time just for this mugshot. You can't be doing bits during mugshots, right?
1: No, it looks like the looks if you put horns on me, it looks like the devil.
0: Yeah, he does. Wow. It looks like they it. gotta have a little
1: tail. They just need a little tail thing with a point on the back coming out.
0: Yeah, he did it, and he's going to do it again. <laughs> Whatever him, it is, yes. If you let him know. Now, I, um, what was I going to say here? You got to oh, tell me I, what this dude did. I have a theory on on why this guy did this. I just, he didn't want to spend for a Valentine's Day gift, so he purposely got arrested. Didn't do something big, didn't do anything major that was going to keep him behind bars for an extended period of time. He just did something that was going to keep him in the can for a couple of days over valentine's day so he didn't have to buy something for his woman
1: oh he went to the cemetery and took flowers off of somebody's grave i think that's a what little, it was
0: a little devil yes that uh is that a crime
1: that could get you in trouble if you go to my mom's grave and you take flowers off of her that's going to get you some that, that's going to be a problem yeah, you mm. can't. I, now, I don't think you can go, that's, I mean, I don't know if it's desecrating, but he didn't wanna pay for the flowers for his girl, so he went by the local cemetery and gathered some flowers, the little devil.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's effed up. I, I don't know if you go to jail <laughs> for that. <laughs> and that's just you being a horrible person if you're doing stuff like that, but I don't but know. Something that, like the devil would do, okay. Yeah, does that get you locked up? It should get you an ass kicking it should get you locked up, too. Yeah, maybe it should. I don't know. I actually don't know. There are no details on what this guy actually did or what he's been accused of doing. I thought I had that in the story, but no, it's just the picture that has gone viral. We don't have any firm details on what uh, led him to get arrested in this first place, in the first place, to get this uh, mug shot taken.
1: Well, whatever it is, he did it.
0: Yeah, 100%. Like, this guy is guilty until proven innocent. Yes. People keep saying he looks like the Joker. Let me see if I can uh, pull up a quick picture of the Joker here. Let me know if it looks like a little Heath Ledger action.
1: No, he he looks sort of like a black leprechaun. A black leprechaun?
0: Yeah. is not where I thought you were going there. No. Let me see if I can find a picture now of a black leprechaun.
1: <laughs> you're not going to.
0: Did, did those exist? Okay, you're, you're telling me he looks like now. this? <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah it's without the beard, <laughs> yes.
0: How does he look like that?
1: Take the hoodie off and put that hat on that dude. That's him. Guilty. Know. Guilty, your honor. Oh Whatever God. it is. How on earth did you get that from this? <laughs> yes, and, just put a beard on that cat right there and put that green hat on him. I think I think more
0: than anything, he looks like a, a black version of It, the clown.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see Wasn't if I can that- get one of,
0: one of those real quick. Like, those are the vibes I'm getting from this
1: dude. Whew. More than anything else, right? Yeah, that guy right there should go to jail. That clown should go to jail. If I saw that clown on the street, I'm running, dude. I'm I'm wobbling up and down the street, getting out of that dude's way. You are don't, don't like, the, don't like clowns movie. as it is. Every time the dude that used to come to our our pregame stuff was dressed with that clown outfit on and had his face painted, that guy scares me. I don't like clowns. Was he dressed up like it? Yeah, man. Don't like clowns. Oof. I have a I have a I have a, a piggy bank that's a clown just like it, like that right there. It's in the shed. I can't bring it in the house. My wife won't let me bring it in. I've had it for years, and I won't throw it away because I'm horrified to throw it away because it, it'll reappear. You know what I'm saying? I won't burn it. I won't throw it away. You know, I just won't. I won't do it, BK. I have changed I left the change in it. I won't take. I won't take the change out of it. Oh my God!
0: Don't you think it's more likely to do something weird if you keep it versus getting rid of
1: it? No, no, you got to keep it. It's, it's, it's in my shed. It's, you know, it's cold out in the shed right now. It feels at home and it would feel even better in the house, but I've been able to over the last four years to just keep it in the shed. But my wife is going, why don't you just get rid of this? Like, like, what the hell are you talking about? Get rid of it. What do I going to do? I don't want that thing to appear underneath my bed at night. I don't want to reach under and that little crown grabs me and yanks me off the bed. There's no way I'm getting rid of it. It's you know, I was more likely to
0: appear under your bed when it's in your house or in your shed than it is if it's
1: no. in a dumpster somewhere. No, you don't want that thing coming back. It will be pissed. Are you saying that you would take that, would you take that
0: clown off my hands? No, God, no. I'm saying I would have never bought it in the first
1: place. And I'm saying I mean, you should get rid of it. Somebody got rid of it and I got it. I think I got it at a like a garage sale and I thought it was cute. You, you know, paid for that? I paid like fifty cents for the clown. It was a bank, it was a little piggy bank. He wasn't a pig. It was that clown. It was that that last clown, or it was that dude right there with a red nose? No. Did we? Did we? Uh, did we used to have clowns in the Horn Studio? I brought those clowns
0: in. Yeah. What? Yeah. What's your obsession with clowns? They were your clowns. Yeah, they
1: were my clowns. I brought them in. What do you do with those? Told- are they also in your garage, shed, whatever? No, no. They're they those were those were okay. Those were okay to go. They weren't evil clowns. The one that I have out there right now, I just I just can't get rid of them. I just I, I just don't want that thing to reappear because I, I have this vision and that, that thing's gonna reappear. If I went, took the change out of it, which would piss it off, and then I took that clown and just threw it in the can, you know, in the recycle or took it and burned it in the fire? Can you imagine me putting it in the fire? Oh, would that clown be pissed? That thing mm-hmm. would show up on my nightstand. I'd look over and see what time it is in the middle of the night, and there that clown's face would be. No, I don't play those mystical games like that. But I did collect those clowns because I had to get over the fear of, of clowns.
0: And that doesn't so that sound was like healthy. you have.
1: doesn't sound oh. like it worked. Oh, that one particular clown is still with me and will remain with me. Mm-hmm. My wife wants it gone. She's been and now I've hidden the clown where nobody can see it. Oh, uh, she
0: thinks it is gone.
1: She kind of thinks it's gone, but it's up there where the cats run and hide. I hope she's
0: watching today so she makes you get rid of that thing once and for all.
1: What if that uh, dude What if that dude showed up on your ring doorbell? Hey. Delivery. Oh shit. Oh, no. oh my god. <laughs> No. What do you do? You bring out the nine? I never, I, oh, I'm coming with the AR and I'm standing tall right there in the doorway. God. Yeah. This guy. Yeah. He, I, I would just run. And, and I'm holstered up in everything. What about I'm, this? I'm, I'm answering the door. I'm not letting that person ooh, I'm not letting that person know that I'm not home for sure. I am home and I'm packing. Mm. What do you do if you see this? Just on the street
0: somewhere, it's dark outside. You're walking around downtown Austin, and then Pennywise comes by.
1: What got do you Pam do? Pam Oliver? Just got Pam Oliver's forehead. <laughs> why? Why? Why does he have Pam Oliver's forehead? That's oh not my fair. God. Show you know that forehead. Show Pam Oliver's head. Look at that. It's that very is,
0: similar. That is not fair to Pam Oliver at all. What? You're saying Come Pam on. Oliver looks like Pennywise? Oh my goodness. Yeah, let me pull up the Tam picture again. I don't know why you're so infatuated by her five head. It's not (laughs) even that big.
1: Whoa, bowling anyone? (laughs) (laughs) Texas Sports Unfiltered's billboard is on her forehead. Oh, my God. It ain't that big. Dude, she's very good at what she does. But Uh. somebody added an extra four inches of forehead to her.
0: They call it a forehead. Maybe that that's what they wanted. Five head. Oh, God. Let's just right, be, you know, I'm sorry.
1: Valentine's Day, Pam. Sorry. Yeah, you're supposed to be nice. You're supposed to be showing love today. By the way, you didn't do it. So what did that dude do? Nothing? It's just the
0: mugshot itself? Nobody knows. Yeah, the mugshot itself has gone viral, but I haven't seen any details about what the crime was. or what Whatever it is, he did it. Doing. exactly once again this guy is guilty as charged zero (laughs) doubt in my mind zero doubt in anybody's mind like you can't possibly take a mugshot picture like that and expect to be let off the hook
1: that's like if we didn't know who who kim mulkey was if you just saw that face would you say guilty she did it
0: dude i would run if i saw kim mulkey in the streets
1: but we know who she is and we know how dedicated she is to her craft and to being a lovely mother, daughter, sister, brother. I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, she's dedicated to whatever she is. That's right. You're accusing her of being a man now? No.
0: You're telling no. me the person that you were most attracted to in the world is a man? She
1: is special. Mother. All the way around. I, I didn't, yeah, Wags right now is just going out of his mind right now. Just thinking of Kim Mulkey.
0: Dude, I've said it before I'll say it again. I'd rather be in a dark alley with Ray Lewis, Aaron Hernandez, and OJ Simpson all at the same time than I would with just Kim Mulkey. Wow. I like my chances of survival more with those three murderers than I do (laughs) with Kim Mulkey.
1: Congratulations, murderer.
0: Yeah, thank you very
1: much. She did it too. No matter what the crime was, she did it. Mulkey? Yes. For you, her only
0: crime is looking too damn good looking good that's right that's the only crime she committed she must be from Nashville because she's the only 10 UC Buck (laughs) she is unbelievable Uh, you want to see your girl Kim today I feel like like Kim Mulkey I need to give this speech maybe this will help me start feeling better
1: I ain't a sissy I don't have
0: allergies I got some kind of cold it might be COVID but I ain't testing (laughs) no it's sinus I don't know what you call it allergies flu I don't know so
1: if y'all get the flu, blame me during Thanksgiving, right? Uh-oh. Intestine, hey, she's not a sissy. I wonder, I bet she's gonna have a wonderful balance. I bet that all kinds of flowers are coming to her office right now. I hope she got the ones I sent, for sure. Oh, you sent some. I better not kiss and tell. You, you, you just did. Deep in the heart of Texas. Thank you very much. You're welcome, Kim. Wow. All right. You sent them to Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Yellow Rose. Yellow Roses.
0: Ah, yes, because you want her to pick up a shift there so you can go watch her.
1: (laughs) Oh, you know, I haven't been in one of those in a long time. She picked up a shift. Guess who's going? (laughs) Social media or not. Guess who's there? Guess who's front row? Dollar bills, y'all. Oh, man. I can't decide if I would join you or if
0: I would be as far away from bo- you would, as possible.
1: You, you would be right there. Oh, my goodness. You and Wags would be right there. Yeah. Oh, oh, I, I,
0: so, I think I'd be so intrigued. but would also be terrifying the whole time. <laughs> it would be so small. The shrinkage would be real in that oh, moment. Oh, my goodness. Incredible. All First right. We'll be, uh, someone texted in Kim Mulkey twerking on the
1: Oh, a text
0: line. No, no. Zero interest in saying that.
1: I but, have all the interest in the world. When WAGS comes on, we have to show him.
0: I don't think we have a video of that happening. Oh, get that, please. Thankfully. All right. Uh, before we shift gears here, we got some Valentine's Day fun, some more Valentine's Day fun. Also, we got to hear from uh, Lifetime Longhorn Kyle Shanahan who had an interesting comment at his end of season press conference yesterday. Of course, the Super Bowl was Sunday, but the Niners had their end of year presser yesterday. So we'll let you hear from the Lifetime Longhorn here in a moment. But first Buck,
1: shout out to another great sponsor. You have one? Let me see what I got for you. How about our good friends at Big Hat? There and you their go. Mocktail, mocktail. I, I, was, I, was, I played golf out at Lake Cliff and someone out of Lake Cliff had had one of the mocktails, the non-alcohol drink and absolutely loved it. And he was and he was the boss out there. And I said, you know what, boss? We need to get some more out here for you, out at, the, at, your, out at your golf club, because they are delicious. You know what he talked about in the mocktail? The ginger. He said, "In not that ginger taste? I said, it is refreshing. I, I love it. I, I had some on Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah, I know you're down in your Olipop. I love Olipop. But this, this mocktail by Big Hat is a special. And they, as I said, HEB loves it. They're getting it in all their stores right now. And I want to thank the folks at Big Hat because I enjoy it. I enjoy the ginger taste of it. I love the, the they've got lime in there. They've got orange in there. Uh, they've got lemon in there and it, and they're coming out with a couple others BK to go along with their alcohol drinks, their canned alcohol drinks. So you, if you, if you're, if you're wanting to have a, a mocktail and you're, you know, folks around you are having their cocktails. This one has no alcohol in it, but it's got the great taste that I think you'll love.
0: Yes, indeed. bigheadspirits.com.
1: That's the website if you're
0: looking for some more information. And yeah, get you one of those mocktails at an HEB near you. How about a word? A few words from our friends over at Covert B Cave. Hi, I'm Dan Covert with my wife, Hayden.
2: Welcome to Covert B Cave.
3: Our newest location in the gorgeous Hill Country includes Buick, GMC, Cadillac, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram, and hundreds of pre-owned and certified vehicles for you to choose from.
4: We have three service departments that are ready to take care of your car, truck, or SUV with 86 service bays to accommodate any repair and get you in and out quickly.
3: Come visit us today to select the vehicle you've been dreaming about.
2: Covert, born and raised in Austin.
0: Oh, yeah. Love the Covert Auto Group covert family been around the austin area since 1909 the best car truck suv buying experience that you could possibly find is at uh, covert b cave or any of the covert auto dealerships around central texas
1: where you can get your car service if you bought it from any other the covert family and you're living out in that bk area and you can't you, you know you bought out in bastrop you may have been living that way but you can take it right out to covert bk and get it serviced immediately if you'd like to 86 service base. Yes, sir, they will get you in, you. they
0: will get you out because you've got better stuff to do than absolutely your time at a car repair shop. That ain't fun. All right, let's hear from Kyle Shanahan, head coach of the San Francisco 49ers, of course, a uh, former Texas Longhorn football player. His nine your number, came seven,
1: right? Your number 7 for him? Uh in San Francisco? I think it's your number 7 for him. That sounds right. Yeah, maybe your number 7 coming up.
0: Okay. Yeah. I mean, he's now been to two Super Bowls as the head coach of the Niners. Lost them both. Of course, he was a part of a Super Bowl when he was the offensive coordinator for the Atlanta Falcons. He lost that one as well. So there is a narrative about Kyle Shanahan right now and a little bit of a reputation following him. And that reputation is that he can't win the big one. And Kyle Shanahan was asked a question about that at his press conference yesterday. He was sitting next to John Lynch, who, of course, is the general manager of the 49ers. And somebody asked Shano about yeah, that stigma, that he's not good enough to win big games as a head coach. And here was Shanahan's response. I mean, you'd love to
2: fix perception because I would love to win one for what I know about football and stuff. And I know if I fix perception, that means I did everything I wanted to do, which isn't fixed perception. It's win a damn Super Bowl. Um, but I also know, like, when you say big games, like we've got to win a bunch of big games to get to Super Bowls um we've won a lot of big games here Uh, we've won a lot of big games to get into playoffs um the fact that we keep getting there shows you guys how many how much we've been game win games or big games and i think you guys are aware of that um but it's you know these two super bowls have been tough losing to kansas city um but to think that if if we win that that means i can win a big game no that means our team won the super bowl um that's what that's what i understand you guys can have any narrative you want but like the success or the failure uh it comes down to one game and i hope that i can be a part of a team that wins a game at the end of the year but to say that the niners can't win a big game would be an extremely inaccurate statement
1: yeah i mean they win big games all the time in order to get to the super bowl so yeah he can win he just can't win that particular big game he had or he hasn't won that particular big game yet i mean he's pretty young in his career He's going to be their coach next year and, and for years to come. It's not that he can't win. In, in order to get to the Super Bowl, as Kansas City, they had to win big games in order to get to where they were, the way they played this year. So And, and Kyle Shanahan has won big games. He just hasn't won the big game. That's exactly. all. And that's all yep. it is to me. That's it. Yeah. Perception is reality,
0: right? Uh, Kyle Shanahan has not been able to win the biggest game. Of course, what he says is right. You got to win big games to make the playoffs. You got to win big games in the playoffs to get to the Super Bowl. but there's one big game and that's how it goes. When you're a star player or when you're a coach, your legacy is defined by winning championships, not getting to championships. You got to win the championships. So until you do that, once again, as a star player or a coach, the reputation that surrounds you will always be, well, he was great, but couldn't win the big one. And that's what yes. it is with Kyle Shanahan. Nobody's saying he's a bad coach. He's one of the best coaches in football, but right. he has not been able to win a Super Bowl. So that stigma, that perception, to use his word, is going to stick around until he finds a way to get it done.
1: Yeah, and he's and he's played, and the, the team that he's played against, and he's lost twice, they win that game. They win a lot of big games too, but they win they know how to win that particular game. He's just got to get over the hump of that particular game. He's won all the rest of them. I mean, what else can you do? You've gotten there twice. You know you've been there three times. You just haven't won that particular game. That's all that's all there is to it. I mean, he's not a bad. He's not he's an unbelievable coach. He's just in that particular game hasn't found a way to win that game.
0: Right. And to make matters worse, he's held double-digit leads in both of those two Super Bowl losses to the Chiefs. So it's one thing to lose to them, but to be as close as San Francisco has been in both of those games and to not find a way to get on top, that's frustrating. And that's how it works, too. Like in closer games, every decision you make as a head coach is psychoanalyzed even more. Right. It's like just one thing. You do this right. You do that right then your team wins. But because you did the opposite of what you were supposed to do, your team lost, and that's going to get held against you.
1: Well, more more than any more, the most disappointing thing about him and being so detailed is the fact that a lot of his players on his team didn't know about the new rules in overtime in the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's a bad they bit all, right there. Of, I'm like, wait a minute, guys. I mean, that's something – that's not even, that's that's a major detail. That was something, even before they started Super Bowl practice, they should have come into a room and talked about as a team. You yeah, know, the Kyle new Shanahan. rules. They have new rules in the Super Bowl, you guys know. And when, when I heard a bunch of those guys saying, I didn't even know about the rules, I'm like, how did you miss that detail?
0: Well, I, I don't know if it was a bunch of guys who came out and said that, but um, at least one guy did. And And Kyle Shanahan was asked about that yesterday. I didn't cut up the sound for it, but he did say, that before the playoffs started, they had a team meeting with players, with coaches, with the analytics guys, to discuss what the plan would be if any of their games went to overtime. So I thought that was- So the i am just to
1: say it publicly was the one who wasn't listening. I'm a huge fan of Kyle
0: Juszczyk. He's the best fullback in football, and he's just a really, really valuable player for San Francisco. That was chicken shit by him. I mean, that was a total bitch move to put your coach on blast and say he didn't tell us about the rules of the Super Bowl. Like that, even if that is true, like, which it doesn't sound like it is, but even if that was true, for you to put your head coach on blast like that in that moment, that is pathetic, dude.
1: Like yeah, I, don't, was, I, don't was, I
0: don't think the Niners will get rid of check because once again he's really important and really valuable to them. Bro, he was, yeah, that's he was like, dude, you you man. call a coach out like that? See you later, man. Like I can't have you on my team if you're doing that. Sorry, I don't care how valuable you are. That's ridiculous.
1: Yeah, and 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 if the coach says that they they had a meeting about it, which I'm saying that, yeah, user check doesn't seem like the guy who would miss out on that. Well, that means you weren't listening at the meeting. If the head coach says it and nobody else is saying it, or if you got a couple knuckleheads who they who it was said to and then they didn't take it serious enough that, okay, it's overtime. What's, what's, what does that mean to me? I don't know what it means. You know what I'm saying? Then you weren't paying attention. Yeah,
0: I don't know exactly how it went down, um, but Shanahan did say yesterday that he met with at least the coaching staff and members of the analytics team to come up with a plan in overtime. I think he said he uh, he told his position coaches to let the team know oh, what shit. was going on there. So maybe that's where the uh, the lost in translation thing happened. Look, I honestly... I I know Shanahan is being criticized for kicking the ball first in overtime. I get his logic. I get his logic, right? Like, he he came out and said, well, we wanted the ball third. Like, if the game is tied after each team possesses the ball once in overtime, then it's sudden death. So if the Niners kicked a field goal and then the Chiefs went down and kicked a field goal, then all the Niners would have had to do after that is kick a field goal, and they would have won the Super Bowl, Right? Or if the Niners scored a touchdown and the Chiefs scored a touchdown, then all the Niners would have had to do is kick a field goal. Like, there are a lot of coaches who would have done that in that spot. So I don't think it's, like, the most egregious decision in the world. But, of course, because it didn't work, everybody is criticizing it. And then the Chiefs also came out after the fact and said, well, if we would have scored a touchdown, we would have gone for two in the win. Well, guess what? If the Chiefs went for two and didn't get it, then Shanahan would have looked like a genius for taking the ball. Yeah. Him to go for two instead of kicking the extra point that was the right move coach it's just the re- the reason like people are criticizing Shanahan there are other things he screwed up in that game but that overtime decision I don't think he's the only coach that does that in that spot and of course it didn't work so people are going to hold that against him.
1: yeah I'm pretty much saying if the Chiefs would have scored a touchdown they were going two for two for the win they would have won the game still too
0: yeah yeah like that I mean nobody was stopping Mahomes in that spot no. and I think I think if uh, and maybe this was foolish of Shanahan to think that the Chiefs would have just settled for an extra point there. But I think like, uh,
1: no, I'm going to say 99 percent, 99 percent of the people are saying, no, you're kicking the extra point. Right. You're yeah, not going for sense. you're not going for the win. Now, the guys who have won Super Bowls are probably going, nope. we're going to win it right here. You're allowed to do that. If it's your first time, you're kicking that. San Francisco no. would have kicked that. Most other teams are going to kick that extra point. They're not going for two for a win there.
0: Yeah, so you got Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, mainly Patrick Mahomes. You're uh, you're putting the ball in his hands. No slide at yeah. Harrison Butker. He's one of the best kickers in football, but you're putting the ball in 15's hands, and you're saying, dude, we got one play, two yards to win a Super Bowl. We are taking our chances. So, yeah, I'm sure if Shanahan knew that that's what the Chiefs were going to do, he would have started on defense and maybe – he, he should have at least thought that uh, that would have been an option for Kansas city, but that's, that's how it goes. Yeah. When that, that,
1: yeah that, that is kind of chicken shit for a professional to do that. So either yeah, one of his teammates or his coach, that is kind of shady. Just dude, think of, that's not what you want to do. You want to think about what you're saying at that particular moment, after you've lost that game, you don't want to, you don't want to. And especially if, if it's not, if it's not true, the head coach is saying it's not true. Well, uh, hey, coach, now what are you going to do? Now you're going to throw your running back coach under the bus too? Because that's what you've done. Because Kyle Shanahan's going to ask the running back coach, did you not tell these guys about the new rule? We all met that here's what we're going to do. We're going to go tell our players. So not only did he, did he throw the head coach under, he's thrown his, his position coach underneath the bus. And, and by the way, the
0: um, uh, no one listens to this, so this is probably stupid for me to even bring up. But the referee did explain the rules at the start of overtime. I know yes. there's only a couple of captains out at midfield, but like, you know that's that's played over the loudspeaker at uh, Allegiant Stadium. And once again, the players are game planning; they're probably focused on other shit. But sure. I'll tell you what: we were robbed of a potential hilarious moment during that Super yeah. Bowl. I mean, maybe like the the most premature celebration ever, because if the Niners players didn't know the rule, or at least some of them didn't know the rule. And San Francisco scored a touchdown on their first drive instead of a field goal. They probably oh, would have had guys rush the field. They would have celebrated like they won the damn Super Bowl. We almost saw gra- that. It would have been like rushing, the like the band is on the field type of moment. Or like what rushing the field going? too early.
1: It's not over. Get your ass right? back on the sideline. That would have been great. Been, could you imagine? How funny would that have been? Guys throwing their helmets up in the air. Oh, my God. Yep, celebrating like, like it was over. penalized like mad. Yeah, I don't know what they would have done. Would they would have
0: like would there have been a penalty? Like it, I guess it should have been a penalty. You can't rush the field like that. But would the refs have just been like, well, they didn't know the rules, so we're not gonna. Well, no,
1: they they should know the rules. That's that would have been on them. They would have got penalized if a bunch of those guys rushed the field.
0: Yeah, they should have been. If that did happen, I don't know. God, that would have been so funny. And then if the Chiefs still went down and won the Super Bowl after that. That would have made it even better
1: for me. And the 15 yards, or hell, it could have been 30 yards. Who knows how many yards they would have attacked on, depending on how many guys came flying out there. They'd have oh, probably shit. just made a 115 yarder. Let's move on. These yeah, dumbasses weren't told about the rules.
0: I never thought about that until right now. That would have been glorious if we got to see that premature celebration from San wow. Fran, only for them to lose the Super Bowl uh, a few minutes later. My God. All right, so for Shanahan, look, we'll see if the Niners can get back. They're the favorites to win Super Bowl 59 next season. Uh, Most of their star players are coming back. Their coach will be back. They've got a shot again next year. We'll see if they can finally get over the hump for the first time since. I don't know why they
1: wouldn't be if they're healthy. If they stay healthy, they should be pretty pissed.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right, Buck. Uh, who do I need to give some love to? Oh, BetUS. Hey, just because yeah, the Super Bowl is over doesn't mean you can't win money betting on sports. You can still place your bets over at BetUS. If you're watching on YouTube, just click the link in the video description below. If you're listening on the free Texas Sports Unfiltered app, click on Explore Our Socials on the homepage and then click the link to BetUS and boom, you deposit 50 bucks and you'll be ready to start winning money. And oh, by the way, our friends at BetUS, they're going to match your first deposit. So they're going to give you free money when you sign up. And then you'll be on your way to winning on the biggest sporting events of the year. The NBA, college basketball, the NHL, baseball, right around the corner. If you think the Rangers are going back to back, you can bet on that right now. If you think the Astros are going to win another World Series, you can bet on that right now. You can bet on the Yankees. Hey, you can bet on the Yankees. I'll take your Yankees bet if you want it. Just give me that money. Don't give BetUS that money. I'll take it for you and it'll... Uh, <laughs> Sit perfectly in my non-clown-shaped <laughs> piggy bank that I have at my place. But it's that easy. Just click the link to Bet US, deposit fifty dollars, and you will be ready to win all year long. And also, a word for Woods Comfort Systems, the best yeah. HVAC and plumbing you can find in Austin. They've been around for sixty-eight years. You ready all for that down. air
1: conditioning popping on next week? I don't
0: even wow. know what to do, man. I just, I messed, I, I feel bad. I messed with my heater slash AC like 15 times last night. I'm like having a Did fever, you? not having a fever. I'm sweating, I'm freezing. One of those nights. But if you have Woods Comfort Systems, it doesn't matter if you're doing stuff like that because they will make sure your home is comfortable yes. all season long. It's just what they do. It's just what they do. Woods Comfort Systems, where
1: comfort is our middle name. I'm wondering if my wife's going to have some of that Allstatt while she's in Fredericksburg, she's going to be there. They need to stop oh, yeah. off there as a the brewery there in Fredericksburg and have some of that, some of that Allstatt for sure. If you've never been to the Allstatt brewery,
0: place is awesome. Oh my God. It is massive too. There's so much to do, but you got another beautiful weekend potentially on tap. You got a three day holiday weekend coming up. If You're looking for something to do here in central Texas. Get to the Altstadt Brewery. I am telling you, Fredericksburg itself is beautiful, but the brewery is the cherry on top. Uh, You get to try the beer. Plenty of samples of the great Altstadt beer. They've got a German-style restaurant. They've got an outdoor beer garden. Of course, you get to see how the beer is made. They've got live music every weekend. It's the place to be if you are a beer drinker or if you just like to have a good time. Get out to the Altstadt Brewery. Altstadt beer, no impurities, no regrets. And you can get you some Altstadt at Jack Allen's Kitchen.
1: Yeah, There'll be for a Jack sure.
0: Allen's next week. We'll have a little yeah. dinner dinner get together next week. Love the folks at Jack Allen's Kitchen. How about that for a Valentine's Day meal today?
1: Oh, that place will be packed. Oh, yeah. You bet that. All five Austin area locations. Be packed, locations. By, yeah. be packed yeah. by lunchtime. If you're not doing dinner, not everybody has to do dinner. They can meet their significant other for a little lunch at Jack Allen's too, for sure. Just like that. Yes. Just like that. So thanks to all of our phenomenal sponsors here
0: on Texas Sports Unfiltered, we can't thank y'all enough for the continued love and
1: support of what we are building right here. Okay, Buck. I can't get over the usage check thing. That's that's <sighs> incredible, BK. When you say that, that's that's a, that's very poor timing. Yeah, that's bad, very dude. Very poor timing. I yeah. mean, even if Shanahan didn't tell you that, you can't
0: you can't do that to your coach unless you're trying to get traded. You can't. Put him on blast like that. Like, he's going to have your back. You got to have his.
1: Yes. He's the, he's he's going to say all the right things, whether he said it or not. He would say all the right things to support you as a player, I got to believe. And you he check his captain too. He wouldn't do that, that to you. You shouldn't do that. Yeah. I mean, you don't do it. You don't do it to the head coach. And you don't do it to your position coach because the head coach is telling you that I told all my position coaches. Now, maybe the head coach should have had a total team meeting to do that. But if he gave the word out to his other coaches to do it, his other coaches should be the ones letting them know. I mean, and that's not a it's not a huge deal. It's not a big deal, but it's something that if he said for them to do and they didn't do it, or maybe his running back coach did tell him and that meathead wasn't listening. Right. Yep. The players should have known. Yeah.
0: And once again, whether they did or didn't, that 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 should, no, not, have that. That, that should no. not have been a story. That that should not have been a storyline from the game. That's a, is a bad look for the Niners, the players, the coaches, for everybody involved. It
1: is a bad look for them all.
0: Yes, it is. All right, Buck. The top ten worst things about Valentine's Day. I found this article okay. on a website called top 10scom Very original. We'll start with number one. Many people break up on Valentine's Day.
1: That's a thing. No, I had somebody break up for me on Christmas Day. That's a horrible thing. On Christmas? Yeah. Yes. In, the, in on person? Christmas Day. In person. Yes. Oh. That was horrible. You think <laughs> Valentine's Day is horrible. On Christmas, after the exchange of gifts, later on that day, I yes. She gave you a gift and then dumped you? Oh yeah, I got dumped.
4: I, I, figured I, she
0: just, dumped. I figured she just didn't want to buy you anything, and that's why she did it. But she bought you, you something, know, and then said, "See you later."
1: Yeah, that that no, this isn't working out. And that was a first for me. That was a first in my life that I had gotten dumped, and it was not pleasurable, dude. It was, it hurt. By the way, mm-hmm. it hurt for, it hurt for a while. It wasn't yeah. one of those. Oh, forget about that. It's going to be forget. No, that took. A long time to forget about. God. Yeah,
0: that's that's a real thing. Like I've never had anyone that I've called a girlfriend before, but there's only been one girl. This I'm gonna sound like a douche for this. There's only been one girl that ended things with me before I could get to her. Oh and, and I and I still I still think about her. Like I don't care for her. If I saw her, I wouldn't try to get her back or anything like that, but it just like what did what did I you do? Did wrong? That to me? You did yeah, you have the nerve to do that to me? You have the goal to, to <laughs> break up with me? Are you serious? You know who I am? That's I look around. Right. I, I see I see about
1: 10 more of you, but there's no more of me. What that's are you doing? Right. I don't know if that's the way I, I I didn't feel like that because I was fortunate. I was lucky at that time to have had that go on. But dude, it was the fact that it was that particular day. Could you have yeah. waited for the next day? The what day
0: you, after? Say, like, you, you gotta, there's gotta be a couple of day grace period. Like, you can't do it a couple of days before and maybe a couple of days after. Like, can't you tough it out till like February 20th?
1: Am I that bad? Have I been that bad Or That's, for Christmas? Yeah.
0: Like, can't you wait till like January 2nd or something like after New Year's and then you do it?
1: That hurts. Just, yeah, it I, does. Yeah. You no, know, and I hate it. And I'm, I'm wonderfully married right now. That still hurts. That did not yeah. gone away. You, you <laughs> clearly still think about it every once in a while. Oh, I'm like, me? You did that to me? Yeah. You need to get your I eyes saying, checked? I wouldn't, hey, listen. I wouldn't do that to somebody else. I just wouldn't. I would do that later or before. On that day, I would not do that. That's, that's not the day I would think about doing that. Yeah, the move I, is like two weeks before you do it. So you don't feel yeah. that bad about it. You don't have to
0: get a gift and then you know, maybe she's got time to get over it by the time you actually get to Valentine's Day or be, Christmas.
1: Yeah, nobody's spending time with their family. They'll get over you.
0: Yeah, like that's that's the move right there. I'm in favor of a breakup before a gift-giving holiday. Smart move. As a, as <laughs> a, a Jewish guy, move. we're always making smart, keen financial decisions. That is a smart, keen financial decision right there. Just be like me and get sick around Valentine's Day. Then you're off the hook.
1: Yeah, that's but you, a, can't, you can't sit down exchanging gifts. And about an hour later, you know, this is a, what? Are you serious? That is, that is incredible that she did that to you. Number two
0: reasons to hate Valentine's Day. Lots of people are depressed. Yeah, that's a given. I feel like uh, some people when they are single on this day, get a little sad that they don't have somebody to share Valentine's Day with. I think uh, I think it's a good day for single people. Number three, you'll probably get bad service if you bring your date to dinner. Just because there are so many people at all of the
1: restaurants. I guess They're that's why. Well, <clears throat> I would be more in, in, inclined to think I think if you want to make more money, if you're a server, you want to make money, you want to do a good job on this date because whoever's paying for it, most of the times, dude, is going to leave you a really nice tip. If you give good service, you're gonna get you're gonna get a nice tip because he doesn't look like a smuck in front of his girl. Yeah, you know? I guess. Maybe there are some people who are just mad that they have to work on Valentine's Day, so they kind
0: of take it out on the customers. Maybe that's the case. Yeah, wait a minute. This isn't. This isn't the day after the Super Bowl. Come on. All right, I'm with you. Number four, there's pressure to propose. You've been dating wow. someone a while. You can take her out to somewhere nice on Valentine's Day. Maybe the thought is that you're going to propose. You should do yeah, that a little of pressure here. could be. Yeah, I guess. Number five, if they're not a man or woman, excuse me, if they're not a man, what? If they're not man and woman, couples get discriminated against. So if you're a same-sex couple on Valentine's Day going out, apparently there are some folks who will look at you or treat
1: you differently. Well, they're going to look at you any other day too. It's not particularly that day. So if people are having problems with that, it ain't going to be just Valentine's Day. So you should be used to that deal. And you do have a problem with that, right? You do hate the gays. I do not. I do not. To each their own. You do what you have to do. I'll do what I have to do. I'm not okay. your. I'm not your judge. I'm not your maker. So you don't have to. No. 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 Okay. I don't. I'm not judging anybody.
0: Like I heard you at one point say something different than that, but no. I no,
1: no. I have no. That's that's on you. It's not on me. Not that
5: there's anything wrong with that. Thank you, well, Jerry.
0: Yeah, appreciate that. First dates on Valentine's Day usually don't go well. If you're taking somebody out on a first date on Valentine's Day, you're an idiot, and I have no sympathy for you. That's a
1: horrible idea. Well, by the way, the the the, the person I that broke up with me on Christmas, and it was almost a year, BK. It was almost a year because I had taken that person out on on New Year New Year's, and I took them to a movie. And you know what movie I took them to see? Because I didn't know anything about it, Wolf of Wall Street. You took a girl to see Wolf of Wall Street on Valentine's Day? On, no, on New Year's. On New New Year's Year's Eve. New Year's Eve. Oof. And then, you know, the beginning of that movie was like, and this is our first date. Yeah. yeah. And that deal was like,
2: ooh.
0: (laughs) You're just watching Margot Robbie in that?
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, I was like, oh. Yeah, that's... that's should tough. I know more about the movie? Do you think I should have known more about the movie? I heard it was a great movie, and it was. I thought it was a really good movie.
0: Fantastic movie, but yeah, probably not a great first date movie. Well, we were grown ups. I mean, there's wor- there's worse. Take her to Schindler's yeah. List or something oh, yeah. like that.
1: <laughs> I mean, there's worse movies. I gotta believe, but yeah. that thing oh, yeah. hit. And it was like, oh, I mean, especially when it's like the first eight minutes
0: of the movie, you know. Oh, man. Right, I'll run through these last few real quick because it's 10 o'clock. Uh, okay. The worst parts of Valentine's Day. Loneliness. All of your friends ditch you for their dates. It's just a corporate cash grab. Yeah, agree with that. And secret admirers are essentially stalkers. It's also on the list.
1: I used to get flowers at the radio station for a lot of years on Valentine's Day.
0: From someone who called themselves a secret admirer?
1: Yeah.
0: Interesting. Do you ever meet that person? No. I think Wags at one point had a secret admirer. I feel like I've heard a stalking-related story from Wags at some point. Yeah, but that. we
5: can't tell that. Uh, we can't tell that story. That's uh, politically incorrect. There's a there's a politically incorrect part to that, right? Like, oh my we, god, we,
2: she Joe was, was a Biden Joe Biden sending and you Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Who's who
4: you flowers there, Nikki Haley? <laughs> Nikki Haley <laughs> <laughs> Oh no!
5: While her husband, role- Haley- no BK, you're an asshole. You actually do know this story. You know the full story. I can't. You know I can't talk all the way about this.
0: Now, now that you bring that up, I remember it. I, I promised when you. I started that point, I was like, "God, I don't remember thank what you. it was." But, but yeah, it you're, really
5: you're it, there was some stalking and shit, and and people the, from back home that know the story. I mean, people that watch the show from back home are probably dying right now. They fucking know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. So,
0: yeah, it was AOC, I think, who was stalking. Yeah, thank Rex. you,
5: AOC. Yeah, thank you. You're getting,
1: um, getting closer and closer to telling it. So, were they in uniform or out of uniform? That's all. How about that? I think it's gonna what?
2: come up. No. 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 It's gonna That's
1: come out He's eventually gonna have to
4: tell it. Hey, Bucky, you should have taken your date to see Porky's. I mean, that would have been a good movie to take her to.
1: Dude, I had no idea about I just heard that the you know DiCaprio was great in the movie. I thought, hey, night before, I mean, it's New Year's Eve. Let's go to the movies. Let's go see that. We're grown ups. I wasn't expecting the first five minutes to see somebody snort snorting cocaine out of somebody's ass crack I mean I yeah, I wasn't yeah. expecting that you know these things happen you know sometimes she looked at me I looked at her we had a great I mean things lasted almost to a year broke up with me on Christmas day oh it was the Easter.
2: same girl
4: yes, yes. yeah oh. that's a pretty good relationship February oh no when? you went on
1: Valentine's Day to the movie and broke no, up I on went her- on New Year's New Year's Eve New to the year? movie
4: Oh shit, and went back a-
1: and, and that, and and then, less yeah. than a year, just close to that time, almost being a year, yeah. broke yeah. up on Christmas Day. Damn! I'm taking
0: a twenty here. You yeah, took that's... someone. You took someone to a first date on New Year's. New Year's Eve. Damn, dude. I mean, that's I give right. oh, one in some action on New Year's, but that's like that's <laughs> aggressive. That's bold. Was that
1: a bold move on my part? I think so, man. Yeah. That's no, a I mean, I I mean, Valentine's don't Day don't... is worse, but. First, a, first, dates, first dates, everybody talks about how you want to be able to talk to that person so you don't want to go to a movie. That's not necessarily so. I mean, we, we got a chance to yap, but we got there early enough to talk before the movie and stuff. You know, it's not like we didn't know each other. But when awkward, that, film rolled and that film rolled on and that first scene came up, I was like, oh, yeah. is this uncomfortable for somebody?
5: You're going to have to stop talking now. That's what you uh, said to her. You're going to be like, you're going to have to stop talking now. I've had enough of you. We're going to watch the movie. Talk during
4: the previews. It's about 25 minutes of previews. I'm like, can we just start this shit? That, that's what my wife and I go and I'm like, what time does the thing actually start? She's like, the movie's at 7.30. I'm like, okay, so 7.55, right? is when the, 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 the picture yeah,
5: actually if you do starts. that then you're probably gonna wind up missing the damn beginning of the scene because you gotta get your popcorn and everything it takes you thirty minutes to get your damn popcorn.
4: Dude, I don't need to sit there and see Maria Manuno's doing her whatever the hell <laughs> she's <laughs> fantastic.
5: <laughs> you wanna talk about the Jardiance lady. Maria Manunos got Jardiance <laughs> lady beat by a mile. Well, well that's I mean, all that's I do when I'm, the, is, when I'm at the when I'm at the gas station all I do is listen to Maria Menounos. <laughs> well,
1: by the they're, way the last that's, time
5: that's right. when, yeah. last
1: time I went to the movies it cost me like $30. I mean, the box of popcorn was one of those you could recycle, come back again. I'm like, how much popcorn do you think I'm going to eat? But the tickets, the popcorn, the damn drink seemed like it was $7 for a drink. It's so not it that ridiculous real- damn- Did wow. you do the Dave Chappelle bit? Did you cut a hole in the bottom of the popcorn? Not this pin? trip. That was back in. That was way back. That was way back in the day. Well, the bad God. thing is
4: though if if you eat one of them big popcorns and then you want to go refill it it's like if, if I'm gonna eat the big popcorn if I'm gonna go refill it I gotta stop and take a shit before I get it refilled
1: because <laughs> what a popcorn all that corn.
5: I don't BK I don't know if they're uh, I don't know if they're young enough to to understand or actually grasp the whole the hole in the bottom of the bucket bit I mean that is one of, that's the sweet and salty surprise of all surprises right there. <laughs>
0: Oh, I've never tried that. Buttered so or not buttered? Myself.
5: You to? Yeah, you want to get it <laughs> buttered? I'm telling you right now, it's going to be buttered in just a second. That's for sure.
0: Why, why Why is that girl's face in the bottom of that popcorn tin? <laughs> Starts with the hand. See, if I you're lucky, never, the whole
1: head is in there. Hey, I've had plenty before of days. Y'all go, I've never made out in a movie theater. And, you know, Rodney, of course, as we grew up, we had the drive-in theaters. The rebel drive-in. In crazy. Road,
5: wow. Now, hold on. You never got lucky at a drive-in, Bucky? I find that... Are you serious? What, drive-in movies? Yeah, you never you never, yeah. you never, never got it on at a drive-in?
1: All right, the I've drive-in. On at a, I've got yes. it on at a drive-in. Hopefully yeah. you have. Yeah, but not in a regular movie not theater. No, I've never. No. <laughs> I barely hold hands at, a, at, a, at the movie theater, but the drive-in, back in the day when I was young, because they had plenty of drive-in. I mean, it didn't matter what movie you took her to anyway, but it was King Kong versus Mm -hmm. Godzilla. You were getting in the back seat somehow. It became a love story, you know? (laughs) Every drive-in movie became a love story.
4: Yeah. I, I remember as a kid, we'd go down Burleson Road and you had the Rebel drive in, and that Rebel drive in actually showed the, the like, the triple X shit. Oh, yeah. And, and <laughs> we'd, we'd go cruising by there, and I'd always ask my dad, I'm like, that, that looks really neat. I want to go watch <laughs> a movie there? there, Daddy. And he's like, nah, yeah. I don't think you need to go there. I, I, I'm not going to take you there yet. Oh, yeah.
5: What a mess. Love that. Hey,
4: what about people to get married on Valentine's Day? Do you, do, I mean, no, no offense to anyone that does. Masochists. Yeah. It's like, no.
0: Don't do that. Yeah, it's Wednesday. Right? Wednesday hate yourself. It
5: isn't the weekday. It's actually of the Week. That's what we got today.
0: Isn't today Ash Wednesday? Is
4: today Ash? Oh, uh, I know it's Ash Wednesday, yeah. but it's also Ash Wednesday. It is.
5: Yeah, it? fat Tuesday was yesterday. So you gotta go get right that right thing right on your Ash head. I'll be walking around
1: down on Congress Street. There'll be a reverend down there that'll give me ashes. I knew I got to <laughs> run down there. Yeah, he'll give you ashes all right. He yeah. will give you ashes all right. <laughs> While well, he Jeez, talks to the buildings at the same time, so Yeah. (laughs) It's all good. All right, boys, you guys have a good Valentine's Day.